everyone, and welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, Kevin Clark. Travis Vogt. Matt Lynch, hi. Here we are. Welcome uh, welcome back. We're not going to do... I'm not going to let that awkward moment happen on this one. We're just going right into it. We're going doing right a podcast. It. Okay. No more awkward moment after we say our name. So here we go. We're in the stream. Awkward We're moments. going. Awkward moments can be fun, too, though. Yeah, but that, it's, I, I edit this thing, and it happens every time. Do you think people are like... When we, we have the awkward moment after we say our names, people are like, well, I'm not listening to the rest of this. There was a slightly awkward moment. No, I think people fast forward 15 seconds. <laughs> I Every think, time they, is they it say their names, seconds? no, that is maybe, long. Maybe, maybe that is it is. Long. We've never. Fine. Fifteen seconds now. No, I'm not doing fifteen it. seconds of awkwardness. Yeah. If it's planned, it would bother me less. <laughs> it would bother <laughs> but, me more. But just the fact it was just like five or six episodes in a row where we'd go, we'd say our names and then be like, Whoa, boo. So now and what? then someone, well, someone would always inevitably go like, and that's the show, and we'd be like, Whoa. So I thought it's we called were, a running joke. Yeah, it's a running <laughs> gag. I thought people would be into it. It's Isn't a pretty stale running joke. Jeez. Is it more would stale? Would not be in the comedy is marathon. Is it more stale than? Uh, yeah, is it more stale than Robert Zemeckis's music choices in Forrest Gump's running scenes? Oh wow, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I didn't. That did not see that question coming. This is very awkward. It's a running joke. This is oh. great. Great. So I've created an awkward moment. Do we but wanna, it happened organically. Do not. we want to try a, 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 an actual planned awkward moment? Because no. that sounds like it could no. be fun. Well, like curb no. your enthusiasm or something. No, that's yeah. cringe. Oh, with like girls. That's it. Yeah. Is not also cringe? I don't know. It is. I, I mean, but two it's episodes awkward. Of it. Isn't awkward and cringe the same thing? Is cringe just a, a harder version of awkward? It's like how like there's like punk and then hardcore. In Chinese, awkward and cringe are the same <laughs> word. Holy shit! And in uh, in <laughs> Italian, they have fifty words for awkward. <laughs> no. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> if, if we were doing cringe, then after we'd say our names, someone would come on one of our chests. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the only thing I know about girls. Okay, so the girl that he does that to is in Swim Fan. She's in Swim Fan. She's the girlfriend. Isn't that Darth Maul that does that too? It's no, it's Adam Driver. It's Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Whatever. Same deal. Now I'm actually Darth Maul jacking off on Sherry Appleby's chest. That's who I was thinking of. There's some quality quality work there, buddy. But it's but he's got it's it's twice with Darth Maul because he's got the double sided one. <laughs> is he have robot legs or is it regular legs? Who cares? <laughs> oh boy, that's TV right there. Disney, we are available. <laughs> it's better than it's better than the other stuff we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wanted to talk about the stand? I don't want to, but I can if you'd like. No, I, like I just that. brought up the stand because we were we had Kevin. You want some updates? Because you haven't been watching. I'm not, and I don't plan on it. <laughs> La- last, there's two episodes. Spoiler left. alert for anybody who I guess hasn't read the stand oh, or fucking. seen a different version of it. There's there's two there's two episodes left and so they mm. finally so the the second the main group of guys finally got just got to Boulder to the, to Vegas you know when, when but it's been flashing back from there too right well they only left on the trip uh, in this episode as well but the so show's like, the show's all disjointed right right the show okay the show the show was disjointed chronologically but it's not anymore we're all caught up uh, uh, that's innovative why? so we 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 could but it took it took six full episodes to. Six full episodes, all built around uh, Harold gonna, going to blow up the meeting. Ugh, so a, like they six kept episodes bold. about Harold, the worst character well, in the book. They're not what a about bold choice to fracture the chronology too. <laughs> like yeah. the, in this day and age, to do that, like balls. Now there's it's just like he's he's already starting to plan the bombing uh. in the first episode, and it goes all the way up to that. But it's he's not really the focus of the show. Oh, good. But uh, he's he gets more screen time than any other character. Why? It's him and Stu, or get get the most screen time. Well, Stu, you know, it's Stu right. the Who's Stu in this guy? one? It's, uh, no, Stu, it's James Marsden. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, he's fine. Um, but Marsden? 
Yeah. He's probably happy to not be opposite of a, a like one of the holiday animals or something like that. He's like, I, there's no, there's <laughs> after, no Easter bunny or Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic or whatever the fuck. I'm not playing against a goddamn CGI freak. Are they just gonna like? Is Stu gonna in this one just like they're gonna? He's gonna just disappear from the from the show and they'll find his his weird glasses on the beach and go like, oh. we're just never gonna explain what happened to him. Some of those <laughs> stones were just sort of floating in midair. Whoa, something happened. Something here. happened to something happened to something Stu. happened to Stu Redmond. The, the whole. The the whole, uh, I mean, like the the walk to Vegas takes like a couple hundred pages in the book. Yeah, uh, they did it all in one episode. Okay, which I'm I'm kind of on board with, except that like the whole rest of the show has been so dragged out. Trash Can Man appeared for the first time at the beginning of episode six. We've only seen him like one or two other times. And it's we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, it's Ezra Miller, and he's doing a real thing. Okay, oh. like he's he's like ah, this like this. <laughs> Lady. And, and he, he, seriously, and then he gets real quiet. Like uh, they had a discussion about what you might call this performance in Tropic Thunder, but we're not going to use those terms. Oh no! Oh, no. oh good. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I kind of want to watch this now. And I he's got he's got like steampunk goggle things ugh. on and stuff. I mean, because I mean, well, I mean, Trash Can Man had goggles. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like a hole. You'll see. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, Max Hedrum was perfect it's, as Trash it's, Can it's Man. It's not I that thought. he has Ugh. like. It's not that he has like. Just I mean, I think that's not great, goggles. but he's good in it. He has like big homemade things with like all these different little lenses that pop out of them and stuff. It just it looks like a Terry Gilliam fucking yeah. thing. It's like uh, Johnny Depp in uh, Sleepy Hollow. Did Pretty they, much. Yeah. Do they have the part? Very the, cool. Do they have this the scene in this from the from the stand where he meets the kid? Uh, no. Okay. Well. Then I don't want to see it. If if Trash Can Man isn't getting sexually assaulted by a gun, yeah. I don't want to see this that is, show. That is definitely not in the show. <laughs> hey, in this day and age, why can't you put that in there? This is uh, you know HBO <laughs> and all this know. shit. Get, I want all the stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like every decision they made to to like break up the chronology and split up the narrative right. and stuff. It's just, it's so it's boring. Like you like uh, the bombing the bombing in Boulder happens and mm-hmm. that kills that kills the Nick Andros character, the the right. the deaf mute character. And uh, he's had maybe like three or four brief scenes up until like he's a big part of that book. Yeah, he's one. Of, I would say he's one of the main characters. <laughs> he's a core character in the book, and in this, he's just sort of like in the in the show. And no. then he's and then he's the only one who dies, and it's supposed to be like a big deal, but he hasn't really done anything. And is it a miniseries? It's like right. It's like ending. It's supposedly, yeah. Appar- okay. Apparently, they you, King or someone wrote a new ending for it, so it doesn't end like the book. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hmm. I like because I, I like I like both I like the ending of the stand. Yeah, I like the extended version better because it kind of does like a little bit of a road sort of the road thing afterwards yeah. with Stu and uh, M O O N yeah. spells Tom. Moon. Tom. God. Yeah, that's Can't right. Because that Tom finds him because he escapes. <laughs> Dauber. Yeah, Dauber. Dauber. <laughs> uh, he because he escapes. He's yeah. already escaped Vegas in in the show, but we don't really know where he's gone, so we don't know if he's still there. So I think they're going to do something with him. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not he finds Stu on the way home, and then they go huh. home. All right. Mm. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to watch the goddamn thing, but it really sucks. <laughs> like, you had, you had nine or ten hours to do this very, very straightforward, yeah. epic thing, probably one of the best books King's ever written, and it's like, you know what? Let's fuck that up. Let's, let's mess with it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I it's mean, just like this. It's just like it, where it's yeah. like you know how we make this movie is we take out the whole second half. Well, they uh, yeah it yeah they I mean they they fucked that up by going like by going like we just want to do the stuff about the kids and how it's Stranger Things and you're like well then it defeats the whole point right. of the book and exactly. then they went like we have to make a sequel I guess it's about the adult shit and you're like but it doesn't work if it's not back and forth between <laughs> yeah, the exactly the kids. and then the second one is just bad and it's, long and boring yeah yeah. yeah. 
So. Let's face it, guys. The third uh, golden age of TV is over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's uh, almost nothing good on right now. Waiting for the fourth, uh, fourth golden age. Yeah. Well, there's a new Adam Curtis in a couple of weeks, so that'll be nice. Oh, that's pretty <coughs> cool. That'll be a whole series. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that'll be great. It'll be like, oh yeah, right. Like, uh, oh, the last four years of all the news that we read every day. Cool. Thanks, Adam yeah. Curtis. But with John Carpenter music, so all yeah, right, that'll be good. And Brian you Eno. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching the Rockford Files lately, so I'm pretty cool. Rockford Files rules. I'm a pretty cool guy. That's my. That's maybe. That's that's in my top five uh, theme songs of all time. That's Jimmy James's answering machine. I love it. That's a great theme song. Also, I love the opening credits with the photos yeah. and stuff. That show's great. great. It looks like the David that, Chase that cut wa- his teeth on that show. It looks like that Wallflowers uh, David Fincher video, like Tenth Avenue Heartache or whatever it's called. Sixth Avenue. Sixth Avenue Heartache. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think he. I think he's ripping off. the... Yeah, it might be the Rockford Files. But the Rockford Files song is better. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We're talking the Wallflowers here, guys. <laughs> Jacob Dylan, Jacob the good, Dylan, the good Dylan. He's got that music in his DNA. Remember when baby. they covered? Remember when they covered Heroes for the Godzilla soundtrack? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's oh man, that Godzilla sound. Don't get me started on the Godzilla soundtrack. Uh-huh. Buff Daddy and uh, fucking Jimmy Page came Buff, together Buff for Daddy a song featuring Mayor Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> they, they let Hank Azaria do some raps. <laughs> Come with me. That was a very dramatic song. What a, what a good thing. He was like Puffy was like singing to fucking Godzilla <laughs> in that video or something like that. It was great. Uh, that was the third golden age of movies. Was uh, that was that the was end of the third that was the, golden no, age? No, that was movies. the beginning. That was the beginning of it. Oh, Godzilla, nineteen ninety-eight. was Godzilla ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah, Armageddon and Godzilla came out that year, and then next year you had Phantom Menace, and there we go. That's then true. we were off and running, off and running. <laughs> and after, and even after <laughs> movies God- take their final form, <laughs> even after Godzilla <laughs> happened at D.W. us. D.W. Griffin, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Cinema has evolved. Nice try, bitch. It's funny, even after Godzilla happened at us, we were still all the next year going like, Phantom Menace is going to be good. <laughs> we should, in retrospect, we should have gone like, you know how they like did the Godzilla? Like, That's just going to, same thing's going to happen. <laughs> Let's just be ready for this to suck balls. No, it's got to be good. <laughs> I still treasure that Godzilla movie because I saw it in the theaters uh, when I was in my, you know, late teens. Um, when I was li- living in Seattle for the first time, away from home, and w- went out to late night screening at the Varsity with all my like young stoner friends and stuff, and everyone is excited, and I've never seen so many people so angry about a movie afterwards. It yeah. was like a riot was going to happen or something it's, like that. It's also one of those so things where you're like, you're too ripped. So oh it's yeah, like, it's not, but it's not funny. Like the movie sucks, and you're so stoned that it makes you mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone was so mad. It was really funny. There wasn't nobody there going like, "No, guys, actually, it was just everyone like, let's fucking flip over a car. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> this <laughs> shit. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? It's so fucking easy. It's God so funny too because they did it. They like they they totally duped us because their the advertising was it awesome. Was great. And then it was also like, but they hid the thing that sucked the most from the advertising on purpose because they were like, shit, we made this whole movie and this fucking sucks. Uh, well, listen, well, I got an idea. They'll think it's cool because, you know, in Independence Day when we did that, they thought it was neat. So we'll trick them. And they, it fucking worked. Yeah. That's a movie that's impossible to, to get through even like watching it as like a Unwatchable. good, as a, as like a, as a good, bad or whatever you want to call it kind yeah. of thing. You know, where you're like, I'm going to watch this because like, man, this movie sucks, but let's do right. that to myself. It's like impossible to make it through. Mm-hmm. 
It's impossible because it's it's that bad. It's just bad. Yeah, and the, just like it's the design, the design of Godzilla is kind of like the Jar Jar Binks, essentially, where people were like, "Fucking Jar Jar Binks!" You're like, "That's not <laughs> that's not the main really the problem with this. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, everything's the problem with the Phantom Menace. Oh, Jar Jar yeah. Binks is like a symbol of it. Right. Whereas the Godzilla is like, yeah, sure, the design of Godzilla yeah, yeah, sucks, yeah. but the whole movie is the worst thing you've I ever th- seen. I think that if the Godzilla had just looked like Godzilla in that movie, though, we would be like, we would we it would we'd still be like that movie fucking sucks, but we'd be like, at least Godzilla doesn't look like some kind of a weird desert lizard or something. Yeah. <laughs> weird desert lizard. Whatever the fuck it's supposed to wow, be. Wow, that is a fa- It's supposed to be like a Komodo dragon that. or something like that. I don't oh, know what it's. Oh, wow. It, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's like, I don't know who made that up, but whoever it is, I hope they're burning in hell. It's a <laughs> well, terrible Well, speaking thing. of hoping that someone's burning in hell and stuff that fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we got three movies for you. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, guys. <laughs> what order are we going to do these in? Uh, I think we can do chronological, yeah, right? Why not? So then start, okay. start with the temp and end with swim fan? That's, I think that's. Yes. That's what it looks yes. Because like. I think. Okay. I mean. You don't want to close on the best one? <laughs> no. <laughs> the arguably, arguably best one. I mean, you know, marginally best. It could yeah, yeah. Be, we might have some. Nah, let's just, we might let's ring just... some fun out of Swim Fan. I thought <laughs> the uh, filmmaker sure didn't. Nobody else bothered to. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's got to be two, one of two of these movies. Are like we got two of like the the worst movies that we ever done. I don't all know, in like, one podcast. I, I think you got like one uh, kind of like. One that at least was kind of fun enough to watch. The Temp I thought was fun to watch. Oh yeah, I liked the Temp. Devil in the Flesh is just a clunker, Ugh. but it wasn't like excruciating. Total, total DTV trash. Yeah, just a, just a piece of shit, but like not like excruciating. Swim Fan, on the other hand, is one of the worst movies we've ever done. I think I I personally thought D and the F was worse than Swim Fan. Oh, if right, you can imagine. And, well, but we're talking like that's an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Swim Fan is I was awful. Say. I think okay. Well, let's get into it. Let's start with Devil or no the Temp. The nineteen ninety three is the Temp. Nineteen ninety three from the director temp. Tom Holland. May I help you? I work here. This is my office. Oh, Mr. Derns, I- I'm, I'm Chris Bolin. Yeah. The Temp. Hello. Hey, didn't you tell me you once fooled around with your secretary? I have a temp. Who the hell's that? Quite a temp. You want to call your husband and tell him you're working late? No. Chris, I don't get involved with my assistants. Maybe someday I won't be your assistant. Someone is leaking marketing strategy to our competitors. Chris, you can get off now. Ron, how are you? She's got a hidden agenda, Raj. Yeah. Tom Holland! Yeah. Night, uh, Child's, play Child's Play. Fright Night. Fright yeah. Night. And uh, one of the things that... Uh, this movie was heavily reshot and rewritten while a lot it was rewritten a lot while they're doing it the, I, I highly recommend anybody listening to this actually read the wikipedia page on this yeah. because it it is a very deep it's like one of those wikipedia pages where like wow somebody really spent a lot of time and it's a lot of details and it's got like uh you know quotes from faye dunaway who mm-hmm. talked faye from, from, from her book where movie. she's kind of like yeah at some point it seemed like people making the movie didn't know what kind of movie they were making <laughs> and like all the actors you know if they seem confused in this movie when you read about it afterwards it's because I think they were being told 
that three different movies that were being made by like different people. Yeah. So it's kind of like spot some of the reshoots too, because Lara Flynn Boyle is frequently wearing wigs. Yeah, yeah, oh. she's got a giant. She's got giant <laughs> wigs. And you're like, uh, that's oh okay. That explains yes. why sometimes her hair looks good, and other times it's sort of the same hairstyle but huge. Those wigs are insane yeah, too. And, and and I'm not. I, I don't like know anything about ladies' hair or anything right. like that. All I know is I like smelling it on the subway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Whoa. no, but I, I don't know anything about you know like not a person who's like I don't even know anything about men's like fashion or hair but sure, like you, clearly she has certain hairstyles <laughs> thank you i beg to differ actually <laughs> whoa yeah that is a hot take another county heard from <laughs> <laughs> but but there's like sometimes in this movie where she'll have a hairstyle and you're like what the fuck is going on that's oh, yeah. crazy i mean in addition to her <laughs> her like ally mcbeal level short skirts <laughs> yeah wildly inappropriate it's pretty great uh, but like I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I want to. I just wanted to get because I, the, I heard a review of this on mm-hmm. Letterboxd mm. that was like that said this movie. It was basically just like this movie had the perfect opportunity f- for somebody to fall into a vat of cookie dough yeah. and it blew it. That's right. amazing. And then I read that, on that the Wikipedia in, page intent, that was intended that they shot an ending oh. where in fact a, somebody does fall into cookie dough. And then somebody's on a giant conveyor belt, a cookie conveyor belt, gets their hands cut off by a giant cookie cutter, and then gets shredded. They shot and, it, and they showed it to test audiences. Test audiences went, "No, too too gruesome." And Fuck so they you. so they shot it. So they shot a fucking shittier ending, yeah. and it pisses me off. It actually actually like made me dislike the movie so much more because I'm like, you fucking you fucking made a movie with an ending. I would have they, loved. They shot all. They shot multiple endings and pieced them together to to give you the one that you get. And, yeah. and the one that you get is like it comes out. Of, it kind of comes out of nowhere. You're like, wait, what? This is the, this is the movie. We'll, we'll get to. I it. was yeah, I yeah. was into it for a second, and then it kind of doubles down, and I was like, oh no. no. It, it just sort of like, but the movie. I mean, the ending of this movie. It's sort of like the movie is is in one place, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, so this is leading to the ending, and then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, it's someone. It literally someone gets a phone call, and then the movie goes like, now it takes place here, and you're like, why did? Wait, <laughs> yeah. what? How did that happen? Okay, this movie's all. This movie's uh, doesn't know what it's doing. Anyway, oh, well, I will also say up until the up until the very end of the movie, actually, I, th- I thought kind of benefited from the confusion. Yeah, uh, going into it because like I really thought watching this whole movie, I was like, yeah, I know what this is. Fucking temp. She's a lady. She's gonna, she's crazy. gonna have sex she's with him. Get yeah. the stalker. We've all seen this before. And then like in the kind of the beginning of the third act, it kind of like. Like basically, when the confusion I think on the in the shooting schedule starts, you you start to go like, wait, what? And then yeah. you don't know what's going on yeah. because the movie doesn't know what it's right. doing. But it's actually to its benefit. Where I was like, oh, holy shit, there's something else happening. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. and then you're like, this is actually I, I was enjoying up until that point too. And then I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then it's like the very we'll, we'll get the to very it. end. You're like, but the wait, very what? very end. Yeah. You go like, oh no, <laughs> but even they the, really didn't know. <laughs> oh no, even like the con- even like the confrontation before. <laughs> the very last scene is yeah. like seems like they don't know like it seems like as it seems like as you're watching it like you're like this could be a choose your like this could right. go any way yes and yeah. the, the movie the filmmakers they don't choose, know what they the choose film, the worst one like they did the, a thing like clue where you see yeah. it three different times right so there's it's a different like, ending but you're watching it go like i don't think the filmmakers know what they're doing as <laughs> like as shots are being cut together you're yeah. like i don't think they know what it's, kind of movie they're making it's like the it's like you said like the clue ending where like tim curry presents all these different things except like at the very end tim curry goes looks at the camera and goes it was neither one of those yeah, right it was this <laughs> much it was worse none one. of them and then it goes to cuts the credits and you're like oh oh well <laughs> Oh, but also the movie was like was like being rewritten a lot too. It was rewritten a lot, and like the original script was much more uh, of a like dark, dark black comedy. Yeah, 
That not, was not script like, problems from was, day was one. More, more like satirical, and as like I think that started getting written out, but then it kind of pops up here and there. Yeah. It's like it got written out of some parts, but not other parts, and so you're kind of like, what am I watching? I'm watching a movie about a guy's a guy's psyche unraveling. Am I watching a movie about a a crazy temp office worker? Am I watching a satire on like big business and co- and cookies cookie <laughs> the cookie big, industry? The big, yes. the big big cookie. What what kind of movie am <laughs> I watching? Cookie. That's that's one of the <laughs> one of the amazing things about the, the I think this movie. Also Oftentimes benefits from this sort of just confused confusion mm-hmm. yeah. and they're making it because uh, it clearly the script intended this to be at least parts parts of it to be like really funny satire because it takes place hilariously in the cookie business, the cutthroat world of cookies, and it's, yeah, the cutthroat it's, world the, of big cookies, which is a joke. Yeah. That's like a total joke. Like imagine big business, but it's cookies, so people are going like, "I'll fucking smash your face in if you don't get this cookie right," you know, like, yeah. and that's that's what the movie's like. Except it's yeah. not. That, that it's like the director wasn't aware of he wasn't didn't see well, the the I, comedy in the screenplay and so he shot it straight. But what's weird is that I think that like the director is a guy who's made movies like that exactly. before. Yeah. And so you so he I think he clearly did see that, but it feels like he was being like he was being guided, you know, going like, well, no, the movie's more like this. You know what I mean? It was like I mean, clearly what it's Tom like Hall. Happened. It's hard. It's kind of hard to blame him because no. based based on his other movies that I like are well, are are like that. It they seems do like totally one capture of the things that. that I know is was like you pointed this out too. It's not a, it's not about sex panic. It's about job security. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. It seems like. Yeah. It seems like the studios, the studios, like, yeah, make this movie. We got this cast. We can put this together. And then they're making the movie, and they're going like, uh, we needed to turn this into an erotic thriller. <laughs> that's kind of what we. Or that's what we're going to sell. We so you need to make do, one. Yeah. yeah, we didn't want to do something different. We wanted to yeah. give people another one of these because yeah. this was like you know Sliver and Basic Instinct had come yeah. out and stuff. Uh, and so SWF. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, but then they shot an ending that would fit in one of those movies, right. and then they went like, well, no, not that. that that's too. Like, that's too wait, mean. But wait, so what kind of? And actually, Tom Holland, I believe, didn't. Do the reshoots, right? I think someone else directed those. Mm, so interesting. <laughs> the uh, the idea of the test audience is going like, wait, she gets her hands cut off and then baked in the cookie oven? We can't have that. I know, and it's I'm insane. like, I don't know whether to be more mad at the test audience or the people who listened to them. I guess equal yeah, scorn I mean, for both ways. Yes. Because like, that is fuck a thing. You, fuck that, you. Test that is audiences. a thing where you. Yeah. I think you would be surprised by the test audience saying that. Surely, I mean, there already was a guy who got his hand stuck. A fucking awesome scene where a guy gets, yeah, his, gets hand his hand stuck in the, in the most, the gnarliest, mangliest yeah. uh, paper, paper shredder shred. of all time, <laughs> and it's real graphic. It's and real then, good. and then at the end, they were like, well, "Okay, that's fine, but now I don't like the hands getting cut off." Boo hoo! That is yeah. the thing where you read that in the in your in the paperwork afterwards and go, "Fuck these guys." <laughs> that's not. I mean, I'll take some input, but not that. And fuck these guys too, because if they had that ending that ending that they that they shot originally this movie would be i think like a shout factory yeah you know a, a weird classic slipcase kind of thing people yeah. would be like oh shit the temp yeah. that's a movie that ends with laura flynn Boyle getting cooked baked into a cookie right and you're like oh. that's that's fucking nuts you I know, part, parts a- of it in the middle are boring or whatever but the guy gets his hands in the shredder it's about cookies yeah and then laura flynn Boyle gets his hand her hand cut off and baked into a cookie and you'd be like that's what people would be saying about it <laughs> instead of us going like this movie is not very good yeah, uh, I was liking this movie. Yeah, and I was if into they, it. And if until they'd the had end. the cookie stuff at the end, I would have given this three and a half stars. One hundred percent Judds. I mean, it would be like a classic. Yeah, yeah. It, there's, there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. There's good stuff. And Laura it, Flynn Boyle yeah. is great. 
up to a point. It's and Oliver Platt is in it, Oliver which is always Platt. which is always oh, good. Oliver, oh, oh my girl, Maura Tierney. Oliver Platt clearly Maura, the tyranny of evil men. Oliver <laughs> Platt clearly in on the joke of them working for Big Cookie. Like yeah. he, the way he, he plays Oliver his Platt characters, he's he's kind of like I'm like this shitty guy who works for a company. But he's mm. also like you're like yeah, this would be a guy who's like gotta, I'm angling for I'm angling for VP at this cookie company. I will <laughs> claw my way to the top of I this like Mrs. Fields they, operation. They have the the he has to give the cookie presentation, and he's like okay, so we're gonna put him in jars. Just like mom used to have, <laughs> yeah. and somebody, and then the the temp is like, that is going to cost us an extra three cents on you know per unit initially. Whoa. And Oliver Platt's like, I thought we were trying to make money here, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, you sabotaged me in the meeting. I thought we were fucking friends. It's like fucking RoboCop. It's like, like all's fair in love and war in the cookie industry. But that's what's great. It's like RoboCop, but for cookies. <laughs> exactly. It's called like Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Cogswell's no, it's, cookies. Or it's something. Applebee's, oh, it's Applebee's. Which, which made me laugh the entire time. <laughs> uh... Uh, uh, Timothy Hutton is totally uh, Andrew McCarthy in this. Yeah, he's just yeah. a. He's just like you're. Like, is this guy supposed to be anybody? No, he's this was just a right, blank piece yeah. of paper. Remember when Timothy Hutton was the the scary bad guy in that David Duchovny movie, playing God? Oh, oh we can do that on this show, can't we? He's also a movie uh, that time forgot. Hutton what? is also. Yeah. Is it Hutton in um in the Dark Half also? Uh huh. Yes, yeah. Hutton baby. <laughs> Mm. It's Hutton season. <laughs> it's Hutton season. <laughs> that's that's an episode we could do. Hutton season. Hutton, uh, honey. Uh, um, anyway, what's anyway? The temp is like this guy and then some lady. It begins with it. It begins. He's, he's he's meeting with his shrink at the beginning because yeah. he's got an, he's got a temper. He's got a real anger management problem. Which you, he, he calls his he, he calls his angry side Mister Hyde. Which, which, this which, is this which is which another one of the. Would you think would be like set up? It's totally it's totally a false flag because it's like you think it would be like uh, you know uh, what is it Chekhov's Chekhov's mm, right. uh, Hulk. His temper will yeah. go off. And it really seems like Hulk, but no, it does not. It really seems like they're initiating that that yep. in the in the in the third too. It's part of the confusion that. That I but enjoyed. then the parts in which he does lose his temper and explode uh, uh, are they're one hundred percent justified. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like well, he, he doesn't fly off the handle. Well, <laughs> no, no, the one, the, no, end, the it part, gets pretty bad. I would say the part was not justified where he goes to his kid's birthday uh, basketball true, game yeah. very briefly, yells at Maura Tierney for no reason, and then leaves. <laughs> You're like, well, I I don't think you should get back together with this guy. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird bit. Yeah, no, he he has some pretty meltdowny stuff towards the end. It's pretty fun. Um, but at the beginning, he's he's uh, he's he's with his shrink, and he's uh, obviously separated from his wife. He has a kid also, and it's and it's because of his temper. But he's got it under control. And people at his workplace, the the cutthroat world of cookie making, are constantly well, they're not going into cookies like, yet. They're just a bakery company. Oh, this is the new thing. Yeah, that's the whole like Faye Dunaway's whole thing is like we're going to go in a new direction. Cookies. Miss, Miss a- Mrs. Appleby yeah, is uh-huh. the name of the company. And yeah. is is Faye Dunaway Miss Appleby? No, no. Is it like okay? She's just the the CEO that's of a- Ap- Mrs. Mrs. Appleby's cookies. Mrs. Appleby's yeah, just the bakery. you know the mascot or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a cardboard cutout of this like nice old lady holding baked yeah. goods and yeah, it's like Mrs. Fields. Cookies or are a family like company. Yeah, maybe single people Happy eat cookies. Family. We don't know. <laughs> Frankly, Frankly, we don't, we don't want to know. It's a market we can do without. <laughs> but that, but this is like up. just this is just like pure sat- satirical stuff. Just the, like this corporate subterfuge yeah. happening about like cookies and all the little things that get suggested. There's a really funny. So okay, so obviously like um, we got to get to the part where he has a temp, which is a temporary uh, worker. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's short for? Because his, his his guy, the guy who is his assistant, is like I gotta like he's like I gotta go, and he's like don't go, and he's like I gotta, and then he's like my, well, wife's, I guess, like, my wife's having, having a baby, baby yeah. literally right now, and he's like no, he's not. You gotta do your report. 
support. Tim Hutton's like not paying attention. You can tell that they have kind of like they have a long time relationship, yeah. and, the, and he's like, "No, I need you here. I need you here." And he's like, "Nope, I'm leaving." And he's like, "What? What? What? Oh, oh, okay. Well, good luck or whatever." Yeah. Now he needs to have a temp, <laughs> and <laughs> that's how things start. I like her introduction <laughs> shot is hilarious yeah. too, where he's like just. It like pans up her legs, Ooh. all the way up her body. Baba boom! Mm. All eighty, all eighty-five pounds of Lara Flynn Boyle. <laughs> Did you read <laughs> in the Wikipedia page that she gained fifteen pounds yeah. for the part? I know, it's terrifying. It's LFB, I, come it, on, she is very she skinny. Looks, yeah, I mean, it, like you know, I'm try, not trying to shame Lara no, no, Flynn no. Boyle, but but I mean, I remember I watched uh, I rewatched uh, the movie Happiness not too long mm-hmm. ago, uh, and I was like. I, I've I've seen movies with Lara Flynn, but I've seen that movie, and I had ne- it never really thought about it. And then I watched, I was watching that and going like, she was standing next to like another character, and I was like, Lara Flynn Boyle is very skinny, yeah, very 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 <laughs> way small skinnier woman. than I'd remembered. Yeah. I tell you, it really broke my heart when uh, when her and Jack Nicholson didn't work out. Yeah, that was a shame. I I cried. <laughs> I really had a lot vested in that. In that, did you cry when when she was in Men in Black too? She a well, she's the main she's the villain. Yeah. No, it's Linda Fiorentino. No, Linda no that's Fiorentino. Men, that's Men in Black One. Sorry, she's the she's one of. That's right. I forgot. Man, it's yeah. LFB and Johnny Knoxville as her. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that movie sucks. It's too bad they wasted bad. Linda Fiorentino in the first one because she actually would have been pretty good as the villain. Yeah, well, we've talked. I mean, about, that movie we've sucks. talked about this. Sure. I like. I really like Linda Fiorentino in that first movie. No, I don't know if I can explain why. I just know that I do. Well, anyway, anyways, <laughs> we can't we can't have this whole thing be about but Men in Black. I really liked uh, the the sort of her first like big scene. Like, yes, they introduce her, and then she's like, okay, well, you know, we got to get to work. She's hyper competent, and yeah, she's supposed to be incredibly competent. Has this immaculate resume, and uh, and he's like, well, you know, I've got to get this presentation overnight, and all all the work. Is just, she does all the work. All we see is oh, yeah. she's typing furiously into the computer while he drinks coffee and paces. And yeah. it's like, what an assistant. There's a there's a really yeah. a really he funny doesn't scene. doesn't do anything. There's a really funny scene. I mean, there, that is a, a theme running I mean, through this I think, movie I that they that, kind of yeah. sort of deal with, sort of. And again, is is that is that possibly, probably was... was That's po- a joke. Was the joke of the, oh, yeah. of the, of she the movie. She stuff like that. Originally, but the movie so conf- gets, gets so confused it's, that it's you, muddled that like that like you don't you don't get that joke but no. she is constantly you know. saying stuff like i had to i have to do this and that to avoid men pawing at me while i do all the work and all this sort of stuff yeah. uh and you're like that's a good point yeah um and uh but there's a really funny scene where because like she i guess just immediately has a crush on him i guess it, it is implied <laughs> that he's the only person who's ever been remotely nice to her in her right. entire professional career he's like doesn't grab her boob the and, moment and that they also, meet and she's like wow he's the nicest man does, in the world they also stare at her body as soon as they meet but you know you've also been trained to basically know that she's a psycho yes like there's no suspense there the movie the movie is basically preying on your uh, your preconceived notion of who she is yeah the movie's like you know what kind of movie this is right yeah it's called the temp you saw the poster she looks evil yeah (laughs) i mean that's why you're in that's why you're that's why you're here yeah, you know? <laughs> and, but there's a really funny scene where they do like a late night, like sort of sexy, like brainstorming session for the po- the cookie pitch. Yeah, uh-huh. and I, I like I thought this was really funny where they're like they come up with the dumbest, simplest ideas, and they're like that's fuck. And she's like, what if? And her hair's like let down at this point. And they got papers strewn. They've been burning the midnight oil <laughs> on this cookie thing. And she's like, what if? You know, we put a heart on it and he's like god damn it you fucking genius you cracked the code jesus fucking christ and later on it's brought up again fate dunaway is that heart the heart idea is just a fucking brilliant idea oh you're gonna you're the president of the company now (laughs) she does become like vp based on it or whatever yeah 
It's pretty funny. And then later on, he gets mad at her. He, 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 that's, it is her idea. And then, she, and he's like, well, let's put, put a pin in that for now. And then she, like, uses it and tells someone else. And he's like, you're climbing you over my me. helmet. And it's like, it was her fucking idea. Yeah. That was yeah. supposed to be my idea that I was taking from you because you work under me. Or but it is, it is, should be noted that, like, everything, oh, there's, like, almost every scene that Laura Flynn Boyle is in, she's, uh, it's like her being like very sexy <laughs> yeah. about 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 bo- about boring office stuff, but mm. in like a way where it's like because we're she's constantly we could put molasses in the cookie. We're constantly supposed money. to be like, is this character bad? Is yeah. she not? Well, she's we actually is she flirting with this guy, or does she just have a condition where she can't talk in a different way? Just a spoiler alert, uh, just because I think it is interesting to think about as we talk about this part. We don't actually find out for sure if right. she is the bad guy. That's how <laughs> shitty the ending of this movie is. Is there is you're like I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it seems like you know the satire of this was, was supposed to be about this woman who, and the, like the joke is that all these men are scheming for all this shit. She's way more competent than all of them, right? Yeah. And then it turns out she's also you know yeah, a psychopath. Yeah. So it's good. So in its own way, it's like a shitty disclosure. Like you got to watch yeah. out for women in the corporate world. They'll steal your jobs. They'll do the exact same thing and be sexy doing it. And exactly. we can't have that. They they blow that. But one thing I did like is yeah. uh, is the is the the, sh- the other shitty men in the movie like Barkley from Next Generation. Barkley. Uh, who's also he was also on the eighteen. He's really hamming it up in this. Oh and, yeah. And he's like he's the like eternally put upon guy ready to snap he's all the time. He's right? snapping. Like the scene where she's like recommending that they put molasses in the cookies. He's He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking molasses! <laughs> We're gonna save so money, and the cookies will taste better. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a reshoot scene because yeah. that's that's the scene where it cuts from her in one scene to her, and she's got this ridiculous Huge beehive wig. Beehive wig. Yeah. <laughs> beehive wig. <laughs> I shit you not. Like and, Laura uh, Flynn Boyle had like a mohawk, and they were like, "Well, what can we do? I, don't I guess know. we have to put a beehive on something to conceal." <laughs> I also thought uh, that Stephen Weber was really funny in this movie because yeah. for Fucking a while, Weber. Molly and I were watching it, and we're like, "Is he Tyler Durden? Like, is yes. Stephen Weber in the movie it for feels real?" Because <laughs> he just pops in and out. Because he works for a rival uh, <laughs> snack company. or yeah, something. Yeah, a rival cookie company, essentially. And and. Uh, and so yeah, and they play spies. basketball against each other, and he's kind of like a meaner like version. Of, he's yeah, an it, asshole friend. I didn't even think about that. I was just so yeah, like, Mo- Molly. Molly figured it out. She's like, is he like a figment of Timothy Hutton's <laughs> right. imagination? <laughs> That's the kind of movie it is. I wouldn't have it's been. So, I wouldn't have been so upset muddled. about that. Oh no! And no. he's also the one who's constantly saying to Timothy Hutton, like, "You should bone her. Like, you fuck the secretary. Right. Please go fuck the temp. life is short. You know, yeah. fuck that temp. Exactly. You're separated from your wife, who probably shouldn't get back together with you because you suck. You also, suck. I'm trying to steal." your job <laughs> I guess so. and I'm kind of your enemy and your friend at the same time yeah blah, I mean the blah, scene blah. he's introduced it's the, in it's is the uh, Steven Weber role well the, he's the like he's she's like bending over and stuff and they're like looking at her butt <laughs> well he's introduced in the, uh, the, at the basketball game I yeah. believe like he just is there with him the Blaze- oh by the way the Bla- the Portland Trailblazers game because yeah. this takes place in Portland and it's actually shot um, a lot of it's shot I, in Portland I would say I would say 90% of it's shot in Portland yep. I think the only things not are like some of the reshoots so probably the ending is shot in a stage in LA or whatever they figured out a way to get a bridge um, into the background of almost every shot in this the, movie. The it's tra- that shot that you pointed out, Travis, at the, at the Trailblazers. Oh yeah, uh, at the arena is great. It's the... got a, it's got this great shot overlooking like all of the bridges of Portland, a lovely city mm-hmm. that oh, I've been to city. lots of times. And so, I, and, and, it's I, de- and it's dead. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone now. Yeah, Black Lives uh, Matter burned, burned it to the ground. Burned to the ground. <laughs> it's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Thanks, Obama. Thanks a lot, Obama. 
But yeah, they're at the they're in the Blazers arena and in the background is bridges and you're like, that is Portlandy that's Portlandy as fuck right yeah, there. Yeah. That's amazing. There's a part later where they're walking they're like hanging out in this area, him and uh Lara Flynn Boyle, where he's like firing her or something. Or like it's I the same lay, park I where Marley Matlin met that ugly, that dude in the. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a di- but it's just it's this it's not I even a park it's not even a park it's just these these sidewalks they make it look like a park because they have a guy selling balloons there but it's just <laughs> it's on like it's on like Cooch and like tenth or something down. I don't know but it's like this this area I've walked I've walked by there a bunch and I'm like oh hey that's just like the area but usually it's not yeah. there's not a park there it's not people selling hot dogs <laughs> it's just like some homeless guys sleeping <laughs> on the benches yeah I almost slept on one of those benches one time yeah <laughs> after a comedy <laughs> festival I forgot to get uh, accommodations for myself. <laughs> Really? And, and I was like, I was assuming I could sleep, I'd stay with a, uh, one of my friends, and they're like, we're all booked up, and we don't like you. <laughs> when was that? Oh, years ago. There it was, was the poor, it was the Bridgetown Comedy Because there was the other one that we were at, and we were we were so this was before that we were so drunk, <laughs> and 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 we were walking back to our friend's apartment at oh, like five man. o'clock in the morning, and you were like. You were like you were more drunk than me, but only and I was, barely. Someone had given me a joint, and you were stoned. And then and then we were like, you kept like sitting down on benches because you were like you were like oh, you don't know where you're going, and I'm like I know where we're going. You like you don't know where you're going. You'd sit down on benches, go like we're just look, let's just stay here. I'm just gonna stay here. I'd have to be like get up, get up. We gotta keep going. Those benches they call to me, man. <laughs> I just want to sleep were, on those Portland like, benches. You're like we got it. You don't know where you're going. I'm like I swear to God I know where I did actually too. I'm like I know where we're going. But, like, but like, how yours. far is oh, yeah. this? How far is this? Well, Portland is, is a, a very <laughs> cozy city. You just feel like you can sleep outside. Well, this is just a general habit of yours. Like you'll just <laughs> find, you'll just find a place to curl up and sleep for a day. I'm, I'm on a bench right now. It was funny. It's like the for the 36 hours you spent sweating out a cold in the, in the, in the Gatwick <laughs> Airport. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. That was not great. Uh, no, I no, the, died. no, this port the Portland story. That was like something that was ha- as it was happening. I was like, this is like this will be funny in retrospect. But also, I was like, it's pretty funny right now because I was also I was also drunk and I was like, we were we'd been up all night and I was like, I don't fucking care if we get anywhere or go to sleep, but I got to keep this guy moving. I gotta keep this guy with an I, unlit I, cigarette in his mouth moving. I shit you not, too. That walk, <laughs> that walk was what six miles? It was, it was so fucking. It actually far. was quite a while. It was quite a ways. so fucking far. It must have been. We must have been walking for two hours. We were. Walking it was for fucking two hours. insane. We were. It was. It was maybe. I think hour. I would have been doing the same thing if I'd been sober. <laughs> And I'm just like, fuck this. I'm sitting on a bench. I can't <laughs> believe how fucking long just, that walk it's was. It's the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like, get away from the cannibal rapist system. Take you. Uh, <laughs> fuck it, I give up. I get, what's even the point? Why are we holding on to life? It's over. <laughs> Civilization, it's over, The people. oceans are dead, Kevin. <laughs> we did walk by some cops at one point. <laughs> Where are we, sir? Yeah. Travis got really paranoid and was like, oh shit. And I'm like, we're walking. I, told, I stole one do? of their guns and pointed it at yeah. him. I was like, you got nothing on me, cop. <laughs> it sucked. We didn't get back to the place till like 7 a.m. because we had to get rid of these cops that we'd. <laughs> Kidnapped, and I don't want to. Actually, show me the most comfortable. Show me where the most comfortable benches are, Kappa. <laughs> I'm feeling tired. Yeah, <laughs> see, I want to get forty winks. See, yeah. Wow. Anyway, anyway, the temp. <laughs> the temp takes place in Portland, uh, and those are all our Lovely Portland city. stories. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, okay. So uh, at a certain point, so she she has uh, shown herself to be a great temp and very sexy. But there's not a whole lot of like will they, won't they, or like I like that about you. this a lot. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's not what he it's doesn't, about. He doesn't actually try to fuck her. It's no, not. he's trying to get back with more uh, with more tyranny. She yeah. does try to fuck her him. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but it's I, <laughs> the scene it, where he, the scene where he where she like makes out with where she like 
he's seducing him after they have their their drinks and she and he won't go to bed with her and then it turns out that it's right in front of the window yeah, yeah. where he was supposed to meet more tyranny for their like makeup dinner hey what the that, was that, that was hilarious pretty good because she so she scammed him into that yeah, yeah absolutely she because she's just she's his temp and so yeah. she can set his uh, agenda and go like oh you're meeting with your wife this point and and yeah. not then so she can do the whole switcheroo exactly uh, but there's also like the, the best part of the whole movie i think we could all agree is as the regular uh, uh, assistant comes back yeah and she's like i guess i gotta go work for oliver platt now who and oliver platt's constantly like hey baby blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah <laughs> And uh, but she obviously prefers uh, Tim Hutton to Oliver Platt, and he's like, "Sorry, I." She's like, "You know, fire him and hire me." And he's like, "No, he's been my assistant for he's got years. A new I, can't, baby. I can't. He's got a new baby. I can't he actually, do it." He actually has a very good point because yeah. she's like, "I'm oh, very, sure I'm more competent." And he's like, "Yeah, but he you're is, a temp who is. got hired because he was on vacation and he is expecting his job back." And if I fired him, that would be illegal, I think. That would be wildly immoral at the very least. That guy's my friend. It's definitely actionable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, Sorry, you're fired. Why? Well, this lady is technically better at your job. See you in and court. she's hot, and um, <laughs> I don't care about you. So anyway, she's oh. uh, she's like rejiggered all the like uh, electronic uh, air- like there's the there's the like copy paper area and somehow she's really fucked with all the cords and stuff. This is one of those plans that you you're not guaranteed to work. It's like one of the little traps right. that you set. You set like nine of these and hope that one of them catches. Because there's no guarantee there should have been, should have been the work. rest of the movie like every now and then in the background. <laughs> somebody's like, ah, <laughs> fuck. And she's like, ooh, that didn't, well, whatever. Oh, I forgot you about know. that. Watch forgot that, that. <laughs> coffee pot's so a little overheated. It's also a trap set for a specific person that might hap- that might just. Could happen to anybody. Could happen to anybody. <laughs> but uh, but she's she's like entangled all the different uh, wires and, and plugins and stuff. And, and, so the, uh, and so the shredder, which is the mangler from the movie The Mangler. It's <laughs> yeah. really funny. Not to be uh, confused with the Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shredder! No, it's Super Shredder. It's Super <laughs> from Shredder. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. yeah. Re- Revenge of the Ooze. And, uh, and so, like, he, he is, there's, like, a clog in there, and it's not plugged in, so he's, like, he thinks he's unplugged He's just unplugged sticking it. his greasy little mitts in that in the, the gaping maw of doom here. And, and he has a line that he says just before he, like, unplugs the wrong thing, at where so you know that it's Laura Flynn Boyle that did it, where he goes, stupid temps or fucking temps or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, he I guess nothing but, it's her fault. He has nothing but contempt. Oh, for my. Uh, but, like, this is, and this is just, again, sure, maybe she planned this. It's totally his fault, too. You don't yeah. stick your hand in right. to the mangler. Dump us on the electric fence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he, like, pulls out, he he pulls out fence, some, like, clogs in the, in, the, in the shredder, and then he just sticks his hand right in. Of course it starts up, and I, I rewound it. Just totally watched. shreds his hand. Oh, yeah, I re- rewound and watched it, like, four times. It's amazing. Like, they really just had a cool, like, like fake hand, with, like, hand. Gel, with, like, jelly, like, red jelly inside, and just <laughs> goes, It's It's fucking gross. gnarly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. So off, so he's gone again. It's also one of those scenes too, where he's like, you know, rooting his fucking hands around, and, the, and these things are really sharp and ugly looking. You're just like, oh, dude, you're like kind of watching <laughs> out of the corner of your eye, like, oh, oh, oh no, on. oh yeah. <laughs> it's like when when in one in when whenever a person puts their hand in the disposal, yeah, type yeah, scene. like, like oh, I've dropped oh, my shit. wedding ring in there. Right? That's one, one thing to do. Uh oh, <laughs> no. Uh, so that's great. So he's out of commission again. Uh, possibly forever. He dies. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks his whole body in. His wife leaves him with his new baby, <laughs> which he can't pick up. 
uh, I don't. I don't know if we even like see him again. No. He's he's gone. So <laughs> he comes she's back at the end with this mess. Well, she's of getting rid of robot every... <laughs> hand and strangles Laura wow. Plimbo to death. With she it. starts getting rid of everybody. There's a hilarious scene where they have like it's like assistant appreciation dinner or something, and uh, Oliver. That's where it's revealed Oliver Platt has a terrifying uh, wasp or hornet. Yeah, or something. Yeah, allergy this, thing. This fucking this fucking murder hornet, hornet lands on the lands on there, and and he's like, whoa, and he's terrified in a way because he's like allergic to it. But I'm like, I'm like, why is nobody else terrified? That thing is huge. There's a lot as, of people that are pretty scared. Of the it's thing. like it's like as it's, yeah, it's as big as like a baby's head. It is a huge hornet. <laughs> it's a gigantic hornet. <laughs> it's about two inches long. And then like and then uh, everybody's like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? And he's like, I'm I'm deathly allergic. And then Laura Flynn Boyle just smashes it with her hand, and you're like, ooh, yeah. she. And, and then Faye Dunaway, who's the boss, is like. Like, mm, I like her. I like she's got her. a lot of moxie. She, she is insane. <laughs> she's got that killer instinct that you need to get to the top of the cookie business. And the next, the isn't it the, cookie business. the next day when Timothy Hutton's in his car and he's like in a traffic jam and the, radi- little, the radio comes over. It's, it's a little like, later, but yeah. There's a traffic jam. People are rubbernecking and he drives past it and it's Oliver Platt <laughs> dead in his car. My favorite thing is that people are like, somebody, somebody stopped in the late. And like, nobody has, nobody else, like, nobody else apparently has stopped to check on this guy who is hunched over on his steering wheel. Yeah. Like, nobody has con- gone, else has gone to go like, Hey, are you okay? Maybe we should call an ambulance, you know, like that, to see what's going on with that's the thing. Portland for you. Right, uh, the Portland freeze. That's big city for Portland you. Portland fucking freeze, man. Like, I feel like somebody else would have maybe stopped before <laughs> Timothy Hutton got there. But then, of course, it's Timothy Hutton who finds him and he pulls it. That's uh, that's my second favorite part of the movie after uh, the hands of the shredder. And then, the, and then a hornet comes out a of his mouth. A hornet, hornet comes, hornet out, comes of out of his mouth. mouth. It's beautiful, <laughs> and I have to assume Oliver Platt did not volunteer to have an actual hornet in his right. mouth. So I they sure must have built wouldn't. like a whole like a fake Oliver Platt gaping mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty great. It looks awesome. This is what it's all about. It's like it's like totally a movie where that stuff happens, and you go, man. This movie is leading to a part where there's people in cookie dough and people yeah, getting their people hands get cut their off. Hands like cut it, off. It really, like those those scenes do because you clearly like the guy who made it again is Tom Holland who made Child's Play and Fright Night, two like you know gory horror comedies mm-hmm. essentially yeah. and you're like that's what I feel like that's why you hire the guys that you go like well then you have a, that that happened anyway. went too far at the end but then, then, then nothing else happens in the rest of that's the movie it. that's yeah. it well, that's like a, uh, Barkley from uh, Next Generation he gets he gets hanged yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it's, not, it's not as fun but there, it is actually one, and, uh, and it's not as like gory or no, like no. goofy but it is a scene where like like at this point uh, Laura Flynn Boyle has like I think this is the point where she's climbed the ladder a little bit yeah. where like Tim Hutton goes like I'm sorry I have to do it but you're fired and she's like oh okay well that's good I'll just see you tomorrow down the hall and he's yeah. like what and she's like yeah I got fucking promoted over you son <laughs> uh, and he's like oh man he's like and then everybody's all mad yeah <laughs> oh there's there's one more good more one more good scene where they they're like doing the test the testing the cookies at the grocery store yeah and then, like, the, oh god the, like, did the, they ever do the we skater, ever find the skater out what kid, happened? The skater kid and the old lady start puking up blood. Yeah, which reminds like me a dream sequence. Which reminded me of the beginning of the book uh, Cujo, yeah, where the main yeah. character is like he's like a cookie or a cereal like salesman or something, and like there's kids keep barfing up this cereal and barfing up red, and it looks like they're blue, but it's, there's some some kind of coloring in the cereal that is making these kids sick. But then when they throw up, it's red, and it looks like they're barfing up blood. Oh wow! Did they did they, they ever, did they ever yeah. resolve what caused Cujo. that to happen nope. in the movie? Because like somebody mentions that there was glass in the cookies. They but say that, that maybe. Can't be they go, well, they, they go, say that might have been. There's, it. there's a there's a really hilarious part where someone's like, "Well, it could be, you know, it's there could be there could be glass in the cookies." From and the Faye, jars. Faye Dunaway goes, "Oh, the glass jars. That was a terrible idea." And you go like, and then he goes, "Actually." The jars are plastic, but then you go, wait, what, how would that? I don't think that would. I don't think that's how glass 
how glass works, Faye yeah, Dunaway. It's just like, like the they glass just comes like, off. Like, does she think that the cookies are baked inside the glass jars <laughs> yeah. or something? Like, that's not how, I don't There's know. Still st- yeah, I mean, you have to smash the like, jar to get to, the cookies out. You have to put the cookies in, in the glass no, jar. No, no, Kevin, you don't understand. You, know, you see the little flakes of glass get in the, co- I don't think that's. Uh, it's another, like, dangling thread. This movie thrives in the gray area. Like, <laughs> there's so much stuff that the movie just doesn't answer. This movie just doesn't. It's the Phantom s- Zone here, man. So probably Laura Flynn Boyle did something to those cookies for some reason. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, well, it's weird. Like, why would <laughs> well, she? We do don't it? know. She gets promoted, and then she poisons the cookies. That's but I like... think that that should, that's like the, the the final move to like take out uh, Faye Dunaway or something. Okay. Yeah. Again, they don't fully explain a lot of Cause, this cause, shit. Because you know, because they're, yeah, they're all they're all at the beginning angling for Faye Dunaway's job. Yeah. Because she's guy, on the way Because out. this other corporation took took them their smaller company over, and she's on her way. Like as the ship as the movie goes, they like they're like revamping the office. Yeah. So at the beginning, it's sort of like. I guess a cozier office. It's like it's like like a regular but later office. Later on, it's all torn by the apart. End, it's all like this like fancy like uh, you know more uh, yeah modern modern sort of. But open so much office. of the progression of that is kind of like it's just background noise because yeah. of the way it's been recut. They don't they don't really talk about it at all. It's just sort of like well okay yeah it's a bi- it's another big dangling thread yeah. So but maybe in another version they do explain what happened to the cookies, but in this it's just another scary beat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's right. weird. Uh, but so then there's another part. And so Barkley's kind of like second in command, and so she needs to get past him to, if if she's even the person doing this, which we right. don't actually conclusively find out. Uh, but presumably she needs to get past him to get to Dunaway, and so uh, Hutton like shows up at his place. And uh, and it's very weird atmosphere where like all the kind of lights are off and there's a bunch of like kind of construction tarps up and stuff and he's wandering around and he hears a doesn't he hear his voice like saying like yeah, yeah. I am the one that did the cookie thing and I'm so sorry and uh, I'm gonna have to I, kill I take myself full responsibility now. you gotta kill myself and uh, Tim Hutton like bumps into his body and this is one of those classic movie things that I don't even know how you would make this work. Where he's hanging, of course, uh, and then as soon as Hutton bumps into him, he like his he falls. Yeah, he falls off of his yeah. his noose and right onto his. Ah, I got a body on me. <laughs> did you like? Do you did the she plan for that or whoever killed this guy plan for that to happen or is it just? I mean, I mean obviously, he, who it, knows? Presuming he didn't, assuming he didn't kill himself, that he was suicided for him. Yeah. Then whoever did it forced him to read his own <laughs> suicide note into a talking computer. Yes. Yeah. He might, which, this, which just plays itself on a loop, by the way. <laughs> for, for all we know, he might have actually done the shit to the cookies and killed himself. Right. We don't know. It's totally, we by don't the, even by out. the very end of the movie, it's totally ambiguous what, what happened. I'm There's, kind of into that, but still. But I don't think it's on purpose. No. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's because this movie is yeah. like hastily put together. Yeah. There's, oh, there's also a plot. Is that, does the, his death have to do with the part where... Timothy Hutton is accused of selling their cookie formula to Stephen Weber. Stephen Weber, yeah, because then he's briefly accused of that, and then she's like, "Sorry, we, your, your, what's her? Laura Flynn Boyle said that it was you didn't do it, yeah. so you didn't. Yeah. We decided you didn't. This is do towards it the very whatever. end, yeah. Right. Um, and, but this is also like a, a just classic movie <laughs> bullshit where Faye Dunaway calls him in, and his career is a tenuous at this point. Like he's he's been raging out and yeah. he's getting into trouble, and then she and then Dunaway accused him of because ste- they found this recipe on his hard drive or something shit like that and which of course and so she, she, would have. she calls him back and, and, and he basically is like this is me getting fired for my career that i clawed all this way to get the oh, cookie business cookies. and faye dunaway goes as you know we have very strict we, we we must lay off people for stealing information here that is how we work here and he's like yeah and she goes which is why i regret to say I am so sorry for accusing you of doing that. You're like, that was a weird way of putting that. Why did you have to say it that way? What? <laughs> I wanted to milk as much suspense out of this as possible. 
And he's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, great. And then he's get, then she's gonna send him and Lara Flynn Boyle to Capital City for like a for, for like a cookie <laughs> exactly. convention or whatever. Uh, I can't get them out of there. And uh, yeah, so somehow this all ends up at the cookie. Factory. Well, but they, but they, there's a fir- there's a beat before that where they're go- they're driving to the they're him and Lara Flynn Oh, Boyle, this is where it starts to get really weird. This is where the this is where the movie basically uh, totally unravels and becomes ambiguous because it like is like well we had to reshoot the ending so we don't know why it ends this way. Yeah, or the how. pieces don't fit because they're like they're like go away to this place and so they're going to some convention or something I guess. Yeah. Who knows? Business. Anyway, they're ending Business up they stuff. end up at a hotel, but but like before that they're on the highway. And and then the the brakes don't Somebody work. Cut the brakes. It's, yeah. it's, it's Laura Flynn Boyle's car. It's the coastal highway, the yeah. Oregon highway. Beautiful drive. But uh, but yeah, but it's her car, and he's driving it. And the and he's like, the brakes don't work. And she's like, what? And and that's and that's another thing that. So who did that? They pull over. Well, no, they pull over. They get off the road, and he goes under the car, yeah. and he's like, somebody cut your brakes. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> she like, didn't do it. Right, but then it's like, well, who did that then? Yeah, yes. if she's the villain, why would she do that when she's in the car? And why would? He w- was it him? Why would he do that? Wh- who was it? And well, it's at this moment because then we're supposed to briefly think Faye Dunaway is maybe the villain. That's right. Oh, so many. <laughs> it's this thing is firing off in so many weird but then directions. She, but then you get to this hotel and you're kind of like, okay, so the big confrontation is going to happen at this hotel or whatever because that's where the movie's taking place now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, I guess I, they're like they're having there's like a moment where it, they're in the hotel room and it's like, oh, is this going to be the scene where he sleeps with her or where she seduces him finally? And then he's like, hold on, I got a phone call. And it's like, the, your boss wants you to go to the cookie factory. <laughs> and he goes there. He's like, okay. And he goes there. And Laura Flynn Boyle's car is there. The one that had just had the fucking uh, cut brake light. And you're like, what? And he's like, how'd she get? And you're like, how did anybody how did, get yeah, anywhere? It's, non, it's madness. What did, where did? How did you get here? That You were in her car. What's I thought it was happening? pretty funny when he gets the phone call and it's like, hi, it's it's uh, it's me, the other temp. And then your boss wants you to go do the Cookie factory. <laughs> this is this is your. Bo- you need to go this is your, right now. This is your boss's tip, Mr. Black. <laughs> Mr. Black. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and, was, and, and during like, what the what, what the fuck? How was anybody anywhere? Did the car? Wow, so the car got fixed. That was quick because it was like nighttime or something. Wait, what? And it's during this time where like the Mr. Hyde uh, subplot is coming back. We haven't really touched on it since the very beginning, really, but now it's really pretentious of him to call it that. Yeah, they call it Mr. Hyde, and you're like, and so you're like, oh. his, psych- his psychiatrist calls yeah, it that in the first scene. We so thought funny. we thought we'd get rid of Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. And you're like, Ooh. And, and you get to see him doing this rage thing, and he really flips out. Like he goes to a bar where Stephen Webber is, and this is when he thinks Stephen Webber. Like yeah. stealing his stuff or whatever, right. and he's like literally like fighting in in a barn, and he gets thrown Just into an, into a rainy alley, yeah. and he like passes out in a rainy dark alley. You're like, man, that's pretty low. That's not that's probably worse than falling asleep in your refrigerator. But it was actually Stephen Weber that was doing all that stuff because he's and that's the same Tyler person. Durden. Yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> That's it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But at this point, you're kind of like, oh, and it's sort of lightly implied that, oh, maybe Timothy Hutton was doing all this stuff right. when he was in his Mr. Hyde mode. That's what I was thinking, too. I totally thought that that's the direction they were going I was like, oh, okay, I would in. buy that. And that would have been fairly interesting, yeah. not like the first time that they did it or anything, but considering that the way the movie really goes hard into Laura Flynn Boyle's The Thing, yeah. that would have been a really interesting turn. That's not, maybe, well, maybe not, well, <laughs> maybe not what happens. There's parts where, there's a part where he like creeps up on her window yeah. to see like, oh, oh she's yeah, fucking Steven Weber. This is the like, scene where she, she's making moaning noises and she's yeah. like, he's fucking someone and she's fucking herself. Yeah. yeah. And then some guy, I assume her dad or somebody, <laughs> get out of here, you dirty dude, is yeah. like, get out of here, get what away. are you doing, peeping on my daughter? Let that lady masturbate in peace, <laughs> would you? He's like, <laughs> get out of here. I wish they get that guy was like, get out of here, what are you doing? And then he goes back to the window. 
Mm. Well, she comes Classic out and gag. she's like, it's okay, Tony, or whatever his name is. She's like, all right, Miss Masterberry, well, well, I'll leave you to it. You'll get back to flicking your one bean. Of, one of the things in this movie is that she's constantly saying she has like a husband and right. a daughter, but that like her husband took his daughter, her daughter away or something. Yeah. And so and so it's always this thing where like, does she really? Does right. she or doesn't and she? And that may or may not be true. It does come. <laughs> and, no, and I, no, I think that's not. I think that's just that's proven to be not true at the very end. At least the, at least the very least the picture that she has that she says right. is her husband uh, husband and kid well, is I, uh, yeah. is the picture that comes with the frame. That's the so only that's, not that's the only thing that I think is that's and that's the whole thing where it's supposed to be, okay so everything she said has been a lie because like that's not that's not her kids or whatever. Or it's is not it? her kid or well, no, I mean, it's, it, that's obviously not because it's the one I mean, those the certainly aren't, but he, she might have a husband and kid. Sure. I don't, I I don't guess, think we find out conclusively I guess the movie, one way or I another. guess the movie imp- is implying that, that that was a lie because she was saying, I have a husband and a kid. See, here's the picture. Like, well, she, I, but I think then that she that's has an excuse clear. for that, too, where she goes, uh, well, I have that because men harass me at this job all the time, and so I have the picture of the yeah, husband right. and kid to like keep people from making overtures yeah, at me because of the movie. shit that I got to deal with. Anyway, they're at the cookie factory. No, uh, Spoiler alert, nobody falls in cookie dough. And there's no discernible cookie making going on either they're walking in those uh, in those upper like uh, upper reaches Rackers of a factory where, where a joker a joker if you will will fall into a vat of acid yeah. it's that sort of place and uh and Some, this is you're like this would be a great scene for someone to fall into a vat of cookie somebody dough. i mean somebody to get their somebody actually off. gets knocked off of the catwalk and, yeah, Faye and they just fall onto a, bo- a bags of flour and yeah. die there's a there's a scene where like so, like some violence is happening and it's shot in a very like herky jerky blurry sort of way and and then you see two ladies struggling and you can't tell which lady is which and uh, and Tim Hutton's like oh it's two ladies and one of them is the bad guy I can't tell and then it's like it's uh it's Faye Dunaway. it's Faye Dunaway and she's like ah and then she like gets pushed off the edge. Yeah. Well, and you, then, and then right before she drops, uh, he's holding onto her hand, and she goes, the pictures. pictures. Yeah. And then she falls about 14 feet onto <laughs> just a machine yeah. that doesn't have any daggers or anything or sticking out of no, it. No, I think it's bags of flour or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I, th- I would think she would survive this, but whatever. I mean, it's a movie. <laughs> But at this point, you're now. At this point, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like Faye Dunaway was the bad guy this whole well, cause, time because yes. he shows up there and, and Laura Flynn Boyle's knocked out, yeah. or she's like been bashed over, and she's like, "Uh, she called me here and knocked me out." And you're like, "Weren't you guys in the same room at the same hotel?" Anyway, let's not let's not worry about what happened earlier in the movie, like two minutes ago. <laughs> but I, I, I was I was ready to go with that. I was like, "Oh, it turns out it was Faye Dunaway the whole time. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm into another, that." Another crazy like uh, yeah. left because uh, right because a few minutes before that, Molly and I were watching. And we're like, "So wait, maybe she didn't do any of this stuff." You know, I was yes. generally thinking like, "Oh, that's a cool twist." I think that would have been interesting. The movie is so twist. genuinely confusing, and the movie and the people that made it were that genuinely yeah. confused that it really is fun. I mean, do you think that? Do you do you think it's that they were confused? Or do you think, like in retrospect, maybe they were trying to make a movie where you weren't sure who was doing all of this I think stuff? They were, I think they were trying to make I a movie so. where they weren't sure, but I think the movie is so like is it seems so like uh, muddled. That like it when ultimately when they got to the point where you're like not supposed to know who's doing it, you're kind of like I literally don't know no. why or who. Well, that, that could be because be of the recutting. That's and all what that I'm, stuff. I'm yeah. just saying. Like initially, oh yeah, obviously I think that it was. It prob- I think it was supposed to end at a cookie factory, probably where you're like, who is actually the killer? Yeah. And then it would be a confrontation between two or three characters. Yeah, you know, and that would be interesting. Well, that, that's obvious. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, they just do a very shitty job of it. Right. And like obviously when Faye Dunaway says the pictures and then dies, you're like, well, she. It's not her. Right. Right. You know it's not her because she's like you don't say a thing like that yeah. when you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> you say like unless, it was me. Or unless whatever. Yeah. they were, unless ah. they were trying to do a thing where it was everybody. 
I mean, that would be that f- could have been fun too. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. What they anyway, end up settling with, they don't do as what, we said. Yeah, what they on, settle on is they not, settle on nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Well, they said. I feel like what the movie thinks it's settling on is that it's her. But like, what it actually when you see the actual scene, it's like I don't know that that proves Still it's her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because she, I was okay. really shocked when it just ended. I was like, wait, wait, wait. It's because he, he's like, well, he's like, um, call security. I'm um, called the police and call security. Don't let her leave the building. And she looks mad, like, ah, oh, you got me. Right. And then it ends, and you go, oh. He's like, I'm okay. having you arrested, and then it's he's, just over. Because now he's the president. Yeah. Well, okay, so he's the president. <laughs> he's got he's got a fancy new office. He has a pool table in his office. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Very it's, cool. I mean, it is big cookie we're talking about here. And if you really if you really wanted to, yeah, if you really wanted to do like a cool ending, they got a, like pool stuff for fighting. You can throw pool balls and hit people with cues. <laughs> they have another another battle between the two of them. That they could be, be they could be playing pool, you know. Oh, so, you you know, do, like do a, something with that pool table. A pool game, and he goes checkmate or something, and then the <laughs> Or he presses, he presses a button and the pool table flips over and it's oh. actually a whole cookie thing, oh, like a display shit. of his secret cookie. Oh plans. no, it's a but it's a no. It's like it's like it's like he pushes a button and it flips over and it's like his whole like you know the wire board, but it's like you know with the wires going to her and to different dead people, but it's all like cookie made out of cookies and no, stuff. No, 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 no. He flips it over and it's his plan for for old Detroit. It's Delta City. <laughs> no, no. But it's made out of cookies. He flips it over. <laughs> he, he flips it over and it's an air hockey table. It's like two two entertainments in one. The goal oh. in your fortnight. Oh, that's that's a great ending. We can also do air hockey because that way it could, the ending could still be. But they use cookies not, for pucks. <laughs> the, the, the ending could still be inconclusive, and he's like, "Do you want to play some air he hockey?" Goes, he goes, "No," but he, yeah, before he goes, like, "Let me show you this," and he pushes the button, and she's like, "Oh no, he's got me!" And the audience is like, "Oh no, he's got her!" And it flips over. It's air hockey. He's like, "Would you like to play some air hockey?" And then you never oh, find out who did that it. That would be so cool. And then they well, just you, play air hockey. They, you actually do never what find out who, what who did it. What if instead of air hockey, it's table Galaga? Oh, I mean that's pretty cool too. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big. It's table a different. Galligan. I mean, it's yeah, a really big. That's one. a weird. Yeah. S- it's a weird size for that. But no, it's uh, really big, huge. Because they're so rich. Is, we're talking about big cookie money. Big here. cookie money. I know. Get me the biggest table Galaga you can find, <laughs> and if you can't find one that big, make it. Make it. Make it. <laughs> I'm turning of, my office into a shakey's. Make it out of flour and butter. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so so in this in this showdown, basically he's he's been promoted. He's the cock of the walk, uh, the top of the cookie biz. A bunch of people are dead. Cookie Nobody's really walk. shed a single tear for all these deaths. It's pretty <laughs> fun. It's one of those movies where someone will literally die, and they'll be like, "Anyways, what's next in the cookie biz?" I think I think that the original script was going for like a RoboCop, tone, absolutely, where yeah. it's like where it's like these people are like you know because that's what it's like in RoboCop. Like they're like blowing each other up and murdering each other, and they're yeah. like just to get to the top. All of that this matters thing. is climbing the corporate exactly. ladder. Exactly, and. Uh, uh, and so he has this like final showdown, and he's like, "This, this, these pictures are a lie." And she's like, and then she even has another excuse for this one. And she goes, "That's so because pe- people harass yeah. me, and so I have a picture of my family, whatever." But I do have a you know a husband and a kid. And he's like, "No, forget it. It's over. <laughs> You're fired." And that's the last line in the movie. He says, "You're fired." <laughs> it's just, it just ends, and that's where Donald Trump got it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then it just ends, and you're like, "Huh? What?" Huh? Yeah, and it's just like it just runs out of steam. You're like, it's like it was keeping all these kind of plates spinning at the same time, yeah. and then at the end, it feel, really feels like they all just sort of come crashing down. You're like, oh, I mean, it hit. Real oh, it was really it hit, nothing. It had me for a long hit, time. It's the very, very end. It, where it loses fall, you. It had fallen apart for me during the car scene because I was like, okay, who did that? And then right. they get to the hotel. It was when it was when it was that scene was where I, I, the whole time I'm like, this is very this is very muddled and clearly rewritten and reshot and stuff. Yeah. But it's working more or less. It's go and it's moving forward and it's brisk. It's not like yeah. boring to watch. Right. So I'm like, whatever. But then it gets to that part where the 
breaks are cut and then they're at the hotel and then they're at the cookie factory and I'm like wait why is this like it just it all of a sudden was like who did anything now and like what happened to the rest of the movie and how did he get there and how did she drive the car that was broken right. to the place and how is and how long is it between places like the Oregon coast isn't close to Portland or what anyway whatever like it was just all these it was basically like at that point I was like well now they now they, they just don't know what they're doing and that's when I read the Wikipedia page and it was like Oh, oh, okay. It's it's completely it's completely <laughs> inconclusive. It answers none of its questions. It's like a French movie or something like that. Just, just but it's not like, like. But a French movie is, is intentionally doing that. Yeah, where it's exactly. like the question. You know, the, well, the isn't the, the question is is the answer. There or are whatever, no there are no answers yeah. in life in this and that in this. Right, one, that's just, the point of a movie like that. Out. Shadows in life, baby. <laughs> Shadows in life, baby. Uh, <laughs> It's it's insane. But this movie just ends, yeah, and it just ends in a way where you're like, oh, and it's also like disappointing whenever we see these movies where like the villain is revealed or not revealed or whatever, and like they just kind of get away, <laughs> you know, or get arrested or something. I'm always disappointed. That happens in two of these movies. I know. <laughs> That's right. I know, and it's and it was disappointing in both of them. Where you're just so kind of like, oh, so I guess in the Paperboy so, too. Yeah, and it's like I well, guess I guess it'll be uh, in jail for a year. Yeah. Good. So I guess she just too crazy so for guess, Boys Town. I guess she did it and then got caught. Or no, we don't get that far. He just says you're fired. We no, don't know. He, no, he says he, he says, says you're going to be arrested. He says he calls the cops and he goes and he goes like don't let make, her leave the he building. Goes, don't let her leave the building. Yeah, but we don't know if any of those charges are going to stick or if they've got a case or anything. Right. Well, I mean, I we think don't that, actually know that she I did think, it. I think the movie is it, is is like expecting us to know to believe to go to go like a she did it mm-hmm. and that she is going to get punished for it or something. Mm. Well, I, I needed more movie. You failed. I think, I think yeah, yeah. I think the movie. Uh, yeah. Also, I think the movie fails. Yeah. I just think the movie. I think the people that, that put it together think that it's working on the level of still like, well, wait, wait, who did what? And is Timothy Hutton still a patsy? Is he yeah. or is he taking control they, of the situation? But it doesn't work. I mean, they actually this movie actually got pushed back uh, several months because they were supposed to come out at this one point, and then they did the test screening, and yeah. they were like, oh shit, and they so they did all these massive reshoots, and it actually bumped it back. It was supposed to come out in like '92, and right. it came out and ended then up coming out in 1993. Didn't, didn't it say too that like the they shot they shot the ending a month before the movie came out like they did it real yeah. they put it together really fast so yeah. it's like it was still a modest hit though i mean this was the time when you'd just make a movie like this that made money i can't believe i'd never yeah, yeah. seen it before but yeah yeah uh i had uh, two lines uh this is this is all and this is funny it's genuinely funny but also like kind of kind of hints at the sort of script that it maybe was was aiming for uh but uh, he finds out about this other job that she was at and her boss back at this other job that she worked for also died and so he goes to this he goes to the office and he, oh, talks, yeah. he talks to these like secretaries or just ladies that, that work there and they immediately are like very candid and forthcoming and he goes uh, he goes like so how did this guy die <laughs> this is what a lady says about a man who passed away <laughs> That she knew. Dumb shit goes swimming after triple bypass. Doesn't take his nitro with him. His fault. <laughs> <laughs> and the other lady's like, mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's a cutthroat world. <laughs> Dumb shit goes swimming. <laughs> man is dead. Jesus Christ. She's had time to reflect. It was a while ago. <laughs> and this I thought was really funny because this just is like, this is like the sort of thing that happens in like a dream sequence or something. But where like Peter, uh, who is uh, what's his you know main guy, 
Tim Tim Hutton. Timothy Hutton. He shows up at work, and there's a character who we just I think we might have met like who said a line or two. Here and there, it's just like a lady who is also a high-ranking lady there. Yeah. And Peter shows up, and he's like, uh, we got to do this, and we got to do that. Where's where's Laura Flynn Boyle? And then just out of nowhere, this lady goes, Peter, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be at your son's game. Yeah. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, like, runs off because he must And you're like, how did that? That lady has a lot of information. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my favorite lines in this uh, was was during the uh, the molasses suggestion part where she's like put molasses in the cookies. That's genius. a really funny Fucking scene. Genius. It's a really funny scene. And then because there there's because uh, Oliver Platt's assistant or maybe Barkley's assistant, this other woman who's there is like we can't put blah blah blah. No, she's she's another person who's vying for like VP. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. Okay. She, there's like three of there's yeah. her and Oliver Platt and this other guy and Tim Hutton. And she's all been like, there for a while and she put in the work. They're all like right. higher up execs, I think, or or yeah, she or she might be one. of the, Anyway, she's like she, also like yeah, a ladder climber. And she she also but she rejects this uh, molasses suggestion out of hand and gets kind of huffy about it. And then Laura Flynn Boyle basically shows her up. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, but it'll be cheaper. And I already did the legwork to figure out why we should do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they. Uh, Barkley gets mad. He's like, "Fine, we'll do the we'll do the molasses," and everyone leaves. And then the lady, the, the mad lady, comes up to Timothy Hutton and goes, "What is her problem?" <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, why, why is this bitch good at her job? Fuck you. Yeah, and, and she's mad at him. It's weird. It's on him. <laughs> it's your fault that your temp is competent. Yeah. There's also a scene at like a, a, a employee like getaway where they're playing like oh, right weird tug of rope, the tug of war like, thing, tug of war thing, and then like a Timothy Hutton and she's like dressed in these very very short. Uh, yeah, Daisy Dukes. Yeah, she's kind of like takes her dress off and reveals a bathing suit very slowly and sexily. But she's already wearing these like super high cut jean shorts. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it's very weird. That's very. And she's, she's like flirts. Oh, and yeah. it's it's just totally. It's like like every scene like that in the movie where you're like, was that? Because it's like okay, so the movie's trying to. It's like the movie's trying to trick you into thinking it's different kinds of movies. Yeah. Because it's not an it's not an erotic thriller where she's at all. Where she's gonna have sex with him and take over his job or whatever. No. But she is constantly flirting with him and going like, "We should have sex or whatever," and he's like, "No." Yeah, that's <laughs> it it, very that scene weird. Is, ex- is extremely weird because they're at this corporate thing. They're playing, they're wait, playing tug of war. The movie, too. Oh yeah, I mean, they, he already hates her because uh, she, she's already like made her moves and stuff. And then they're playing tug of war, and she like pulls him into this mud puddle, and he's yeah. like, "Fucking goddamn it!" Ah! And no, then and a, then it just cuts Mr. to him. Hyde. Uh, what? Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde, exactly. And then it just cuts to him like floating in a pool like the Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say it's more of a lake than a pool, but Andy. it's one of God's pools. Yeah. And he's just sitting in there. He's chilling and he's holding the beer. And then she shows up, takes her dress off, and reveals a bikini. She's and then wearing, comes up. She's wearing overalls with this weird bikini. Yeah. yeah she's like. This very uncomfortable looking bikini with these big, chunky plastic straps <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And she goes, Mind if I join you? He's like, Sure. And you're like, Wait, what? What? Yeah. Doesn't he hate her now? And she comes right. in there. She's like, uh, What if I took my panties off? Wouldn't that be fucking sexy? And he's like, Yeah, kind of. And then it just cuts. And you're like, What the she's fuck? She's like, was What that? if we just had sex right here in this lake in front and everybody over there, they just don't even know or something? And I'm like, I think okay. you both get fired. I, but. I'm like, I'm like okay, and then the movie is like nah, and then never comes up again. It's, it was a it? whole, it's a whole scene. There's in the also movie. the the scene where she, like he gets busted by Maura Tierney because she you know she faked him out yeah, and, yeah. and and like Maura Tierney catches them at the bar, uh, but like. <laughs> They go to the. They go to the. She's like, "Come to the bar for a drink with me tonight." He's like, "No, I'm not gonna do that. Just no." Like he flat no, and then and she's like, then she gets all seductive and she's like, "Maybe you really should come have a drink with me." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> he like gets. He's like he gets like a little glint in his eyes. Like yeah, maybe I do. And then they go and have a, a, a like a cordial drink and he leaves. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so 
weird. And then he gets, and, that, really and that's when he gets movies. caught by his ex-wife. You this know? movie, this movie just cannot consummate in any way. <laughs> it's very weird. It's, <laughs> for some reason, it kind of works. I don't know. Ratings. Uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this three Juds mm. because I I was with it. Even when it started to go off the rails, I was with it, and I was very curious about how it was going to do what it was trying to do, which I thought was interesting. I liked that it wasn't a strictly an erotic thriller. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was into what it was doing for the longest time. It was disappointing at the end, but that's just you know that's too bad. Uh, if if it had done if it had followed through as as Kevin said in the wiki, what the Wikipedia <laughs> thing said with the with the cookie factory at the oh, end, God. this would be an all timer. For <laughs> Absolutely. Real. This would be like hand that rocks the cradle funny. They fucking blew it. Yeah. Uh, so they blew it. But I'm gonna give it three. Just like it's a, it's a charitable three, but I think it I think it kind of earned it. Um I'm gonna give it two and a half Douglases. Mm. Uh, because of all the leering at Lara Flynn Boyle. Get away from that window. Let that woman the masturbate. The masturbating. Yeah, just the, <laughs> just the general, like, the movie is constantly, like, threatening you with the idea of it's trying to be a sexy thriller or, or that it may turn into one, but it never really commits. I'm still going to give it two and a half. I think it, I think it, earned, it earned that, too. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 murder hornets in my mouth. Nice. Huge. Huge murder hornets. Fucking hornets, man. Uh, I'm also going to give it a charitable three. Probably really deserves two and a half, but man, yeah. it's re- very fun. Uh, and up in, and then up until the end when it kind of like shows its cards and it has none, and you're like, oh, wow, shit. I, She's really good in it, too. She's really good. I mean, people are having fun. Oliver Platt's having a lot of fun. Yeah. Faye Dunaway's in it. Faye Dunaway's always good. Yeah. For the mo- I think. Yeah. Okay, she does her job. I think Faye Dunaway's pretty much always good. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Uh, Let's call her up and ask. How are you doing right now? Absolutely could have been. La La Land. That was a bad performance. Is she in La La Land? No, she read the Oscar. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that. That was her worst performance. Oops. (laughs) She didn't even even apologize. She just tried to tank Warren Beatty on it. It was was a real shame. Oops. She's she's like, oh, I got to go with it. You hear footsteps in the car (laughs) and an airplane. (laughs) It was Beatty's fault. (laughs) Beatty did it. He's old and confused. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
in this movie. It's just that this movie ultimately, I was like, by the end, was like, well, I don't like. I, I the, ultimately don't like it. The bad guys won um, this time. Let's yeah, gather the bad bu- guys being the studio. Yeah, I guess. let's gather a bunch of random dumb shits and have them watch our movie and then actually listen to what Oof, they yeah, say. And about the fucking it. test. Let's make sure actually, it's from like, Burbank, take, will you? Take their, yeah, Give me a break. Make sure it's from from some ass into this country. <laughs> And then actually go like, yeah, all right, we're listening to your dumb horse shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I didn't like the hands so I, I getting cut off. I can only give it two because I, it makes me mad. It makes me mad that the good stuff is in this movie. Mm. Um, and uh, I guess I'll go two, two, two Douglases. It, it, it is like, it is like, she's like naughtily flirting with him a lot. Yeah, it is like the movie. The movie is horny, but it's horny to a, only to a point. It's like and we're gonna back off. That's it. That'll be enough of that. No, 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 no. None of the real dirty stuff. But uh, you know, oh, here's a scene where she's masturbating. Okay, <laughs> okay. But that's all you're gonna get. I mean, you don't really see it, but you know what I mean. You, you, <laughs> you know what she's doing, right? You'll get right? It. Anyway, we're all adults here. Take, anyway, get out of here. Stop take watching. The, her. Take the context clues. No more peeping. No more peeping. Uh, and I'm gonna give it, get it one blown ending. Yeah, <laughs> good. They fucking blew it so hard on you this. Blew it. It. You blew it. They blew it. This, this ending. They blew it harder than there because they shoot because they shot an ending that was cool. Yeah, they made an ending that was great, and they fucking then shot. they reshot an ending that isn't an shot ending. Shot Factory, get Tom Holland on the horn and put together a director's cut DVD of the Temp. Seriously, yeah. that would be awesome. I want to see those hands get cut off and baked into a cookie. <laughs> Absolutely. I want someone falling into a vat of cookies and turning into a cookie Joker. God damn it. 100%. All, All right. right. Next All right. up is the very clearly made for cable garbage, oh, Devil yeah. in the Flesh. What do you know about the girl next door? Class, this is Debbie Strand. She's a new student. The first time I saw you, I knew you were different. All right, settle down. Every settle. chick in school has a crush on him. Better put your tongue back in your mouth. He's way too old for you. Really? Bad. I know what you're up to. What am I up to? You may be getting a little too involved with your students. She's obsessed or delusional. You haven't done anything to encourage this kind of behavior. No. I saw the way that you looked at me the other day. <laughs> Starring Rose McGowan. This is some real. This was right from the start. I'm like, oh, this Ooh, is some real DTV. This is very crap. bad. Yeah, this is this it's, is just a straight up bad movie. Yeah, it's just this isn't bad. even a movie that's bad with good parts or had a good. It barely. Thing ever. It barely even has a plot. Yeah, yes, it's got like like three things happen in it, and then it's like it opens with Rose McGowan. Her house is on fire, and her family is gonna die in the fire. But she seems like basically not really that she doesn't really care. Yeah, the fireman kind of moody yelling opening, at her. It's yeah. this moody opening title sequence where you kind of see her in like vague colors in the background, and then at a certain point you see like red flare up behind her because there's a house on fire, yeah. and that's when you see devil in the flesh, and you're like, whoa, those colors and the devil. Sure. But it's like a, it's like the font is like some chalkboard font or something. <laughs> no, yeah. it's like some shit cursive thing it's like yeah. but it's just but it's just like a shitty computer font you're like yeah, i yeah. think this movie maybe had a different title or something before <laughs> it you probably know has I mean? like eight different titles yeah, for yeah, different markets because I mean. it looks like devil in the flesh it looks like eh, that was kind of just put in there last minute I mean, we don't know what we're gonna yeah, call there's, this there's but. A, a total bible thumping bible thumping scary lady in this and she literally never says you the devil in the flesh she never <laughs> says it no she says all kinds of stuff like that but never that it's very weird. And so but Rose anyways, McGowan's family dies, and she goes to live with mean grandma. Yeah, well, the, the fireman <laughs> is going like, Is there anybody in the house? It's and then like she a, snaps out of it, and he goes, Is there anybody in the house? And then she just slowly nuts. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. And then some other guy goes like, "It's a, She's not responding at all. Like, anyway, or whatever. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, I, the, by the time it took, the, like, like it took him to ask if there's anybody in there, he could have just you know gone in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Get in there, fireman. What are you? Shut up. So now it's new. It's new school time for Rose McGowan. And yep. So she goes she's, to a different she's school. Twenty-five years old. Yeah, she's, she's still in high school. She's lives, with, lives with she, her mean grandma. She's her mean grandma. Rose McGowan was literally twenty-five when this was made, and she doesn't look younger than that. It's Go, yeah. very strange. She goes. She it's goes to those, a new school yeah. where every girl dresses like, uh, like the like really wildly inappropriately for high school, which is exactly what high school was like for like, all of us. One of my favorite things too is that the. Uh, because you pension her age, and like every every high school student in this looks like they're in their twenties, yeah. and also then the teacher that is like supposed to be older than them is like he has to be like two Maybe years 28. older. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like he's too he's old like, for you. He's three years older than he's you. Yeah. Also in his late twenties, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he looks just like Lee Pace. There's a hilarious part, yeah, because there's a hilarious scene where he like where he like shows up these jock yeah. basketball students, and you're like they are the same age. They're, the same they're just age. the same yeah. age. <laughs> They're like, hey, Mr. Mr. Old Man. And he's like, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, and you're two years older. And you're my age. <laughs> and, she, and she has a, Rose McGowan develops a crush on Mr. Martini. Yeah. A dangerous obsession, if you will. Yeah. For Mr. Some... Rinaldi. Rinaldi. I thought it was Mr. Martini. <laughs> Sorry. Martini would be better. Anyway, so she develops a dangerous crush on Mr. Martini, which is now his name. And, uh, That's fine with me. And, and <laughs> I did not remember we, his name. We don't. We don't know why. Uh, and there you have it. He's hot. That's it. He like. Uh, I think at this point, literally everyone in the in the world has been mean to her. Right. Uh, I mean, we find out some of her backstory, like her parents were all fucked up, and then she gets moved. But in gra- with grandma abused mom, and mom abused her. Oh, it's a cycle. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. And uh, and so before she gets to school, we see her showing up at the gra- at the grandma's place. Her caseworker like gives her over here. Yeah. Here you're. T- you're 25. You need a guardian. Uh, you stay with this old lady who's, I think, supposed to be like eighty and looks like she's maybe forty-three or something like. <laughs> yeah, built like who a was linebacker. Media, like you, fucking tramp. Yeah, <laughs> you dirty slut. Get in here, you whore. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna clean out your whore mouth and then teach you to not be a whore anymore. And the caseworker's like, like, ugh. Well, good luck. <laughs> There's like a scene a little bit later on when she gets home after eight p.m. and Grandma's <laughs> like, you fucking skank. She's like, sorry, I lost track of time. It's okay, sweetheart. It's oh, very weird. She keeps the, the grandma is immediately is such an off-putting character. You're immediately <laughs> yeah. like, you know, she's gonna get killed. You know what this movie <laughs> right, is, sure. and you're just like, kill her, kill her now, just kill her kill now. Her now. Just like her. the moment she appears, she's like, yeah, we're gonna get your mom. Probably made you a whore. And you're like, kill her now, kill her now. Just get it. She's get really her over awful. With. He's like, Rose McGowan has to come stay with me and grandma. And you're like, I kind of wish she just had to stay with Mrs. Deagle from Gremlins. <laughs> like that would be more pleasant. She's more pleasant. <laughs> this woman is awful, and she does this thing that is like uh, literally like the most unpleasant thing a, a person can do where she keeps on going <laughs> like she'll go like you stupid bitch how dare you god is good or whatever and then rose mcgowan will be like i'm sorry and she tries that tag where she's like i'm really sorry i won't do it again and then she goes then the grandma will be like like a like a nice old lady go, okay dearie i guess i believe you because yeah. i'm some stupid you think i'm stupid you whore and you're like oh killer please Please kill her. I mean, she eventually does. And she absolutely with, you know, does, she, of course. Grandma shows up with the cane, and you're like, that cane's going upside her head. And <laughs> lo and behold, it does. <laughs> Rose McGowan kills a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> she sure She's does. like the Mikey yeah, of these she movies. Really, She's but it's really, like, they're not as elaborate. The deaths aren't very good. And then some of them are like not even planned out. It's just like, she's. And there's some of them where she's like, I've just got to kill this person because that's part of my plan. And the others were like, people are trying to rape her. Or yeah, yeah. Or like she's literally just defending herself. Like that, so jock, she's like get, that jock douchebag who the like... Jock is trying black, to rape her. He bla- First of all, he blackmails her yes. into sex. Like he's like, you know, I'm going to... He basically like 
uh, kind of like blackmails her into it. And then when she's kind of going along with the blackmail, he starts to get rough with her, and she's like, "Cool it!" And he's like, "Yo, you're not getting out of this, you bitch!" And Jesus <laughs> you're gonna Christ. have to you're gonna have to kill me. Earlier, he like forces no her into showing him her boobs too, which she seems to do like cavalierly, like, "All right, fine, asshole." Yeah, she's the devil in the flesh. Rose yeah. McGowan is a perf- is like as a performer is I think good at this one at this one tone that this movie hits a couple of times where she's like she's like constantly like she's good at like this like sort of dry mm-hmm. rolling her eyes at the at the whole situation kind of thing right which is like her whole performance in planet terror which i really like yeah and and in other, in other yeah or scream you know but in this it's like you're supposed to take her seriously at some points and then other times she's like oh, i'm rolling i'm making a joke about this and you're like is this movie supposed to be funny because right. it's not it's, it's, it's not funny. super weird it's just yeah. about this this woman uh, like suffering this litany of abuses but she's also a murderer. But she's psycho. a totally but like, psycho. The thing is that she, yeah, she's like, it's like that thing where it's like, oh, okay, so the pathology is that there's a cycle of abuse. And, right. But then also she's, but then also she is also a psycho. She's like yeah. Chucky. She'll like yeah. see has quips and shit like that when she kills people. Yeah, because you got the point when she stabs that dude with yeah, a ski yeah. pole. <laughs> I don't know if she says that, but you get it's no, she does say of, something like something that. like that. She's the kind of character who does that, but then it will also be like she was abused when she when was a child, and you're like, oh, I guess uh, I when she's burying that guy in the backyard. She goes. She goes like, "No means no." Yeah. How can how can you guys not understand this? And literally like rolls her eyes as she at the as she's pushing the dead body into the grave. (laughs) Which which like sounds funny, but don't don't get me wrong. This this movie is is bad the whole way through. There's no good parts in it. But it's that. that, So when I describe that, I like to go like, "That actually sounds like a funny scene." It's not in this movie. I liked the bit when the jock is trying to force himself on her. Like first he's like, "You know, I I won't. uh, I'll go along with your little with your plan or whatever if you fuck me." And she's like, "Fine, okay." And so he's he's already up for sexual blackmail and probably forcing himself on this girl, but he t- she takes him up to the attic to, yeah. to fuck him, and he's like, let's go to the bedroom. And it's like, so, okay, like, you'll rape her, but you want it to be in a nice on a nice bed. I want a place with better ambience than this. <laughs> exactly. Right. And the second, and this is the kind of movie it is where the second, this jock, and he's, like, wearing his all the jock, he's got all the jock yeah, accoutrement. Like, take yeah. your jacket off, man. They, they are both well into their 20s, and then and he, like, uh, like he meets her the first time. He's like, what are you, new? And and he like takes her book and he's like, bleh, yeah, bleh. Yeah. he's like bullying a hot girl. Yeah, yeah a thing that what happens. What the fuck? It's very weird. I mean, even in high, even if these people were like 17, 18 in high school or whatever, like that's not a thing that happens anymore. Certainly, I think there's probably some bullying in high school, but it's not like jocks bullying hot girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna shove you. Next, he snaps her bra. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't. <laughs> That's happening. It's only in there so that the te- so that the hot teacher can like step in. Yeah, the he hot, steps the hot in. teacher who is who at first I thought like was another student because he <laughs> looks the same age as everybody. He, I think he has like slightly grayer hair. So, how do we feel about this movie ostensibly presenting as an erotic thriller? But a most of it is spent just leering at Rose McGowan, which oh, yeah. is oh, yeah. gross. Well, no, that not only her, but also her friend, her friend a little bit yeah. too, and like the uh, blonde girl, the but bl- mostly Rose girl. McGowan because she's like she's dressed the least conservatively of the three, let's say, and that's her whole deal, too. right? Sure, she like throws off the the conservative clothes, of and, like course. has hot girl clothes on underneath. She's basically she's going to she's off. going to school in like these tiny skirts and like basically almost no top. It's like yeah. it's pretty funny. So we're leering at this allegedly underage girl the whole time. Right. But also the only actual porno that's in this skin flick is the teacher banging his fiance. Yeah. It's so graphic, I, too. It's I, do, graphic. I do like it. That's what I liked about it is that, like, <laughs> I was like, because we, we watched so many of these recently where it's like, there's none of that shit. And I loved it because it's... It's a hundred percent gratuitous. Yeah. Like that scene doesn't need to be it's in there fucking. at all. No, that like, scene is there for thirteen-year-olds to crank it to exactly. At night. 
Exactly. And it, I mean, you we, know. We presented this movie as an erotic thriller, so we got to get that in there. Or people are going to be mad. Because it's kind of. We're a, not giving him anything it's, else. It's a scene where the teacher's at home and his wife comes out of the shower and he's like cooking dinner. And he's like, oh, hey, you just got out of the shower. What if I fuck you? And she's like, I don't know. And then there's a long. Then there's a whole sex scene. And and the, and it's just to establish that he has a girlfriend. Yeah. And it, you don't. So the whole th- the whole rest of it is totally unnecessary. Well, this like, is how seeing it, this lady totally naked isn't part of the isn't part of the plot at all. So that's why I loved it so much because it was it was entirely Completely gratuitous. entirely gratuitous. It this wasn't is how even it like feels to me. It's automatic three Judds. It's, it's like the <laughs> uh, yeah, movie yeah, is the three Douglases. I mean. Oh, for sure. The, but the movie is so <laughs> horny towards Rose McGowan, and obviously Rose McGowan was like, I'm not getting naked for this fucking movie. <laughs> right, yeah. And the movie's like frustrated, <laughs> like, oh, To her credit. And then it like yeah, takes good, it. And, yeah, so, like, oh, to, absolutely. And it's so, and the movie itself is like so frustrated, it takes that out into this other poor lady. <laughs> like, ah, well, we're going to show this lady get fucked a bunch because I got to get you something. Rose McGowan. Cause it's yeah, it's like a really, it's like a pretty, uh, pretty graphic for like one of these. It's like, super graphic. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's, they it's, even like do use these editing techniques to show like the various fa- intense phases of their fucking, and yeah. you're like, it's all sweaty and it goes on and this on. This is like right after Scream. It's too bad Rose had to wind up in this cheap piece of Skinamax garbage. Yeah, what happened? Was this shot? Yeah, and was this shot before Scream? It or might around have been. Scream or something. I mean, because it feels I'm, I'm, who knows. It, it feels like that kind of thing that maybe was, it was like, pre-Jawbreaker. Yeah, yeah, it feels like that thing that was maybe something she Post made. Post-Doom generation. Maybe she made it right after Scream, or like, you know, Scream was... I don't know, because it feels like that yeah. kind of thing where like... Or she was signed onto it before Scream came out. Right, and then had Ugh. to do it anyway. Hey, right. it's, the, it's yeah. a guy who directed an episode of Law & Order. I mean, you, <laughs> right. gotta, I mean yeah. you can't turn this sort of opportunity uh, you down. You don't turn down Steve Cohen. <laughs> He's one of the Cohen brothers. It's it. Him and his brother. Him and his brother Doug. <laughs> the, the severely lesser Cohen. There is a funny part, right? <laughs> they uh, spell it different so that they don't get mixed up with the other oh, lesser yeah. talented Cohen brothers. There is a funny part immediately following that. Uh, it's just like how this movie operates in this this only in a bizarre movie logic way, where like there's a right after the teacher and and his girlfriend graphically fuck. They like she's like now remember we're going on this trip or he's like he's like oh no I can't it's do finals that. week or I gotta, something I got it. No, I got the the yard sale this week, and he, she's like, and she's like, well, no, you have to reschedule. He's like, I can't. It's the yard sale. I got and two I, students. I've got two students who are two, spe- two super fucking hot like, girls. Two, students coming. Like, I got two me. students who are wasting, who are, who are, who are giving up their their Precious Saturdays, time. and you're like. Well, they, they could just not do that. <laughs> like if you, because I, I guarantee uh, that teenagers, if you call them and go like, you don't have to do the thing that I said you had to do, would be like, okay. Well, yeah. not the case with these teenagers because these are two hot. Uh, they want to bone him. Who both want to fuck the teacher. Fuck him, right? Okay. Because it's the blonde Rose girl, the blonde and, girl and who she pushes down the stairs. Megan. Right? Megan. Megan. With it's, two E's. With two E's, she specifies it. I, uh, Megan. I want to follow up on this yard sale thing because- But it's just so funny. There's a tremendously long scene in which we watch the entire <laughs> garage sale. Oh. Oh, yeah. It just goes on and on. And the only- There is there's one important thing that happens in that, in that yard sale, which is that- her other friend shows up and is like, "Oh, are you gonna fuck the teacher?" And she's like, "Stop, maybe." And then like the teacher comes <laughs> up and so. looks at the, the student, the other his other other her friend, and goes like, "Hi, whatever your name is, oh, that's an interesting tattoo you have on your wrist." I wonder if that'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> also, but, yeah, absolutely, but also the way it's that he does funny. it. This teacher is presented oh, yeah, he's very as the, handsy. He pre- presented as yeah, the sympathetic like, guy. There's the scene where they take they she takes a, a the friend takes a picture of Rose McGowan with with Mr. Martini, and she's like lying, like yeah. leaning on him like seductively, like got his hand her hand he on like his chest, grabs her too. Yeah, and it's pulls very her. it's very inappropriate. Like. I, I would think there's there's a point later on where like people start to suspect him of having an inappropriate relationship right, with yeah. her, 
And like, and first of all, he never does anything re- like wildly inappropriate. He doesn't handle things right, but he doesn't like. He doesn't like do the wrong thing, really. No, no, no. no. I, I think he, in the world that this movie takes place in, it's okay that he took a picture th- right. that way. Sure. <laughs> and, but I mean, I feel like all he has to do is go to the principal and go like, look, this girl has a thing for me. I never touched her. And like, maybe he could diffuse some of his problems later in the movie. Sure. This movie is Instead, actually, he like he like yeah. keeps it a secret that she likes him. You know what I mean? This principal is, is the principal is the one eyed lady from Twin Peaks. Yeah, <laughs> this is the type of movie that I feel like. I think this is the kind of movie people think that like a, a movie like Wild Things is going to be. Yeah, because yeah. Wild Things advertises oh, as this kind this of is movie. What it, that's what it's going for. But but yeah, yeah. but like I mean, this, and this would have been out the same year as Wild. This would have been the same year as oh. Wild Things. But I think that that's like that's clearly Wild Things is 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 commenting on this type of movie. Like sure. this is the type of movie that like. Wild Things is making fun of, essentially. Absolutely. And this is a tight kind of movie where when you watch this, you go like, oh, fuck. Because it is the movie where, like, the teacher's hot for her. She's hot for the teacher. And she's yeah. But there's the twists The twists are just, there aren't any twists or turns or anything. It's no. just that she's a psycho. Yeah. yeah. And then she wants to fuck this teacher. He's Yeah, he's presented as a decent man. Like, when it all comes down to it and Rose McGowan's good, going like, I've uh, sabotaged your dinner and now you're having dinner with me. He's always like, no, this is inappropriate and we're not doing yeah. this. That scene like, is really, really funny when, he, when the, he gets to dinner. He thinks he's having dinner with his fiance and like the the major d who is like a fucking cartoon character <laughs> yes, who's like sir. yes very good sir the lady mm. has already arrived I need you to your table. and then he like they go all the way around the you know the restaurant he's leading him to the table and and the teacher's like looking around like i wonder where my fiance is <laughs> i bet it's gonna be fine time. i bet it's gonna be I fine bet he's gonna bring me and he, it's like he sees rose mcgowan and he's still kind of got the look on his face yeah. it's not until the movie decides that they're gonna do the beat that yeah. he like starts to react and then it's he's just a, like he double takes wah, 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 wah. it's like the boots joke from uh, from yeah, Top Secret. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're so, it's, the movie is just so historically inept about this stuff. Well, that scene continues to be funny because, like, at that point, at that point, you go, this guy goes, all right, and leaves. Yeah, just go home. Like, just should leave. Just go, like, I'm leaving. <laughs> but the movie can't have that because it has to have the whole right. plot keep happening. So instead, he goes, like, this is very inappropriate. I'm going to take you home. Right. And then he's like trying to drag her out of the booth and she's like, no, I don't want to go. And meanwhile, the maitre d's like, I don't know. Well, she's, still she's here. also like in, in, uh, insinuated herself in with two like full on sleaze bags. Who she's are like, sitting here. Yeah. I'd like yeah, you yeah. to meet my yeah, new yeah, friend. Who the fuck no, no. are those guys? No, that's the thing just that, some sleaze bags. That's the thing is he's like, I'm going to take you home. And then he, the and lady she's wants like, to stay. She's like, no. And then these other guys are like, hey, she wants to stay. Let her stay. Oh. And you're like, what are you doing at this <laughs> restaurant? Who the fuck is Mac and Jerry doing over here? It's really funny too because the teacher goes like, She's and underaged, and they're like, nah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think one of them kind of like maybe goes. One of them should pull out eh. a switchblade and like, what's it to you, teach? <laughs> He's flipping a coin up and down. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think the movie is trying. The lady to, wants to stay. See? One of them's got the dick yeah. gun from from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> what are you doing in here, Valiant? The other one is the one with the straight jacket and the, <laughs> and the straight razor. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but he could just be like, I'm going to leave. This I'm going to ram him. I'm going to leave. But instead, I guess the, the movie, maybe they could explain like, well, you know, he cares about his he students. He sees himself as so responsible he So he doesn't him. want, and you're like, it's all, but it's like total bullshit. Because at this point you go like, no, this is wildly inappropriate. And I'm going to leave because I shouldn't yeah. have any part of this. And if he'd just done that, if he'd gone like, eh, sorry, going like, nope. And turned around and gone like... Little, this is, a little self-preservation. Yeah, but the movie, you can't have it that way because he's got to get angry and get arrested or whatever. He's punching people, knocking tables over, and people <laughs> are clearing out. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I also want to bring up the, the two cops from Lost Highway who were in this movie. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like in Lost Highway, there are these two cops that are constantly watching the characters, and they're just like these total ineffectual... like 
dudes, yeah. like just sitting there going like, "Wow, that kid gets laid a lot." Stuff like that. The two cops in this are just like schlubby dudes walking around, <laughs> acting like, like talking about cop stuff. Oh, and, like, the detectives who are trying because they're they like quiz they're, each other with like yeah, they're obscure try, words. They're oh, trying to yeah, yeah, they're trying spelling. to spelling. Yeah, then, <laughs> so, somebody watched fucking Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction before they oh, made this sure. movie. It's absolute bullshit. That that is fake Tarantino shit. Like it's a real real failed attempt at oh, like giving good. like yeah, kind of yeah. like sort of fun character to this because these cops well, these cops are the cops they're trying they're, to they're, pin the fire on Rose McGowan and they're, they're yeah they're like we're pretty sure she did it yeah you know or whatever so they're follow so they're trying to solve this earlier case but they're following up on that as you know they do, get they get closer and closer to the the movie that's happening do you remember a moment where where the the black the taller black cop he like comes into the school like the principal's office or something and he goes up to the principal and he opens his jacket and he's like hi police officer want to have you some questions there's no badge oh, no. <laughs> the badge is on his belt it's on his belt down here I rewound it a couple times because I'm like wait what's he doing wait what was there a badge there no there's no badge and then Molly's like no it's on his belt but still he's just like opening his whole jacket up and going like police I have, well, I have a few questions for you he usually keeps it up there but <laughs> the, the one day he changed it up son of a bitch it's some real it's some real acting there it's great there's also a funny character who, who's uh, involved with these guys who's the uh, uh, aut- aut- a coroner yes. essentially oh, right. who's doing the autopsy and he's a famous stand up from, from, oh, right? from the like mid, mid to late 80s I can't remember his name now he's clearly presented as a comedic oh, character it's, uh, it's uh, um, oh, fuck, I for a second it. I thought it was Rick Dukeman but that's a different guy but it's, re- but it's really funny Richard this, Lewis this is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so nuts wait that's Paul Reiser anyways uh, <laughs> it was a bad call it was a big call Ripley um but it, but there's a there's this really funny part where he's like examining the corpses and they and it's all just like a fire and and, they, and then they're like did you get to, did you notice anything weird about the corpses and he's like ah well there was so much burned at it I couldn't really tell and then they were like well if there would been some sort of knife wound would you would you be able to see and he's like oh yeah if it went through to the bone and they're like can you check again and like wouldn't this be his job in the first place <laughs> and but then but then they come back to him and they're like did you find anything sure enough looks like they got their throat slashed. <laughs> We found I found all these knife scarring around the around the like throat area of the the skeletons. I'm like, this guy's terrible at his job. <laughs> you have to ask him a tw- again to go like, hey, can you check to see if it was murder? Was oh, Rick, I would have didn't check the Rick first Overton time. was the guy's name. I looked it up. Rick Overton. Okay. Right. He was a stand up Overton in the 80s. window. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's how they kind of finally start to catch up with their. And then they they keep like going up to her and going like we need to talk to you and she's like no and they're like well shit all right nothing we can do there's our hands are tied there's like several yeah and and then it keeps getting it's like the noose is tightening around this guy because the principal and the cops are like are you having an inappropriate relationship with this girl he's like I think she's like she thinks we're in love or whatever he he actually. For, in some of these scenes, is is handling it in the correct way. The movie wants him to not, but then they go right. like, but also maybe he will. Then he also yeah. there's like a weird argument he has with Rose McGowan out in front in a yard or something yeah. with his wife or his girlfriend in the car, going like, "Come on and leave." And he's like, "No, no, no, I got to take care of this." And you're like, "No, you don't. You can leave. You can just leave." It's the second yeah. one of these movies though, where the main character does not have sex with the uh, with the scary ingenue. That's right. Does not. No. Yeah. No. And it's the second one where she just gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> you killed 17 people. Well, she, yeah, so she, she, cause like, she there's she Devil in the Flesh she, she, 2 with some, like, not, like, some C-list who's not Rose McGowan yeah, in the right. sequel repri- reprising the role. I do like how she just beats the grandma. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a great that cane. There's yeah. two, there's two very satisfying scenes with this obnoxious she, she grandma's me, house. She kills the dog, the, She too? kills the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the dog's not even that bad. No, <laughs> the dog not, doesn't like, her. like It kind of barks at her yeah. sometimes, but it's not like the worst thing. But she leads it upstairs with a trail of of uh, dog treats, and then it's it Mrs. Jumped, Applebee's. Uh, Mrs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And the dog jumps into this crate, and she like crack po- pops open this bottle of bug spray and throws it in there, and then sits on top. Jeez. Of it. Like fucking hell! So that's the first thing I that think, we actually see her kill. I was hoping when the, she put the dog in the crate that she was just going to mail it somewhere. <laughs> Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> like Nermal. Enjoy Nermal's company, asshole. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, to Abu Dhabi. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's all you need to do to have something sent to Abu Dhabi. You just gotta write that on the box and to take it to the <laughs> post apparently. office. Apparently, I'm gonna stake, staple an American flag to your butt and mail you to Iran. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so the dog's dead, and then at a certain point, the grandma's like, uh, "You stupid bitch, you whore! Yeah. <laughs> you're the the devil's. You're the devil in the flesh." She never says that. Uh, and then the, and then she, Rose McGowan realizes that she's like a 25 year old woman, and, and this lady is <laughs> she like 100, and she's like, "Oh shit, I'm done with this," and she just she just beats the she old lady beats to, her death. to death. <laughs> Puts her in a trunk with the dead with the dead dog, and then I like I like how to the she, church. Uh, yeah, she makes the church boys come and haul the trunk away, and the one kid is like <laughs> a total dweeb. The church thinks we you. really like uh, Mrs. Old Lady. We let her know we can't wait for her to come back to church. It's like, can't you flirt with the hot girl once, you dick? We'll pray to our Lord Jesus. Yeah, this kid sucks. What a pussy! Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a pussy, and he's like the girl, this hot girl's like right in front of him, and he's like, "Just tell her we miss her at church, okay?" Like, Go worship your god. Get out of my face. Yes. Go worship your god. I am the devil in the flesh. <laughs> oh no! They don't, that's what they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, They're talking true. to the devil. The devil in the, in the flesh. flesh. Tell her we miss uh, her at church. I'll tell her what. <laughs> <laughs> then, and then she kills the jock, as we discussed earlier. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but then at some point she it, like, runs him through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. But at some point, then like the. Uh, the cops and the teacher end up going to her because she's like, I called. She's like, not at school or something, and they end up going over. Or they get a call while the cops are in the. They get a call at the principal's. And they're like, you get, we should go to her house because something's going on there. Yeah. And then she show they show up there, and the cops go in, and she just immediately shoots the cop with a shotgun, and it's like, well, <laughs> it's it's really well. Funny. Even if they didn't catch you for all the other stuff, you're going to jail for that. What's and then doesn't she fake her own suicide or something? That's yeah. that's where the tattoo comes in. Yeah, and it's really dumb. Before that happens, though, I, d- I do really like the scene where the cop comes in, just the way that it's timed. He comes in, and he's like, all right, let's. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, ah. He gets like, shot in the shit. leg. And then she runs up. She's got a shotgun. She runs upstairs. You hear and then the gunshot. Closes the, closes the door, and then the teacher runs up there. He's like, don't do it. Don't do it. She's like, no. I'm going to kill you myself. Don't you love don't... me. Then it's done with. It's coitins for you. Or for, for me. me. <laughs> and then you're a blam. <laughs> he goes in there, and you see, like, blood spattered all over, and then a, a body, body, and then the head the bed, portion yeah. of the body is kind of, like, behind him. Presumably blew her head right off. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and and he's like, that must be her. It's a lady. It's a girl's body. Yeah, and she was just talking. And apparently so. the cops think that too. Yeah. And then until later when the teacher realizes, wait a minute. It's funny too because it it's was... not that much later. No, no. It's like he's like he's like, wait a minute. The tattoo was her friend's yeah. tattoo. And he does this in his mind palace too, or basically <laughs> like in his head while he's driving his car. He's like, wait a minute. And he's like rehashing the he things l- that he just saw. Oh, the fucking tattoo. And then he literally goes, oh no, oh no, like <laughs> oh, he's no he's man, doing that. oh yeah. no. Yeah. This is really funny. And then you hear like. Uh, a voiceover of Rose McGowan going like, "It's your girlfriend, isn't it? She's the problem." And he's yeah. like, "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> and he realizes at this exact moment that the devil in the flesh is coming for his uh, hot girlfriend, the stewardess girlfriend, is uh, flight attendant, flight attendant. Sorry. Yeah, pardon, yeah. pardon me. And that's when that. And it, it, this movie's pretty bad all the way through, and uh, ends in in its true form with a really weird, sloppily done sort of action scene, I guess. Yeah, a scene where Rose McGowan like has the. She has the girlfriend, and then she's, she's he shows choking up. Her. She's not, he, he's meant for me, not he's, for he's, you. She's going to slash her throat, and he's like, actually, I'm in love with you. And it yeah. makes her stop really? for a second, and then he like runs. He, instead, of, and he has the cops. He keeps teasing that he's going to shoot her, and then he doesn't. He runs over there and like 
knocks her out, and then the cops, the cop that she, she had, stabs him in well, the there's shoulder. The, there's a the cop. There's isn't there? It's the scene. Oh no, the scene where she fakes her suicide is when the cops are with them, and they're all going. They've they brought the teacher with them for some reason. <laughs> yeah. well, he, go, I think I think he's like I can I can talk her down sure. or something. I guess. The, uh, but the cop goes, "You do exactly." He pulls out his gun and points that at him, and he goes, "You do what I say, or I cuff you to the car." Yeah, it's like, all right, geez. All of a sudden. But when he's running home to save his girlfriend, it's like this really sloppily done sort of knockdown thing where the two ladies are fighting. Then he shows up and he's like, I love you. And then he like punches her one time in the yeah, face. He pulls up the picture frame like, like, look in the mirror. And I'm out of commission. Yeah. I'm done. And then he's like, whoo, thank God I'll turn my back. And then she <laughs> stabs him in the shoulder with his, with yeah. his kitchen knife. And then, and then this this is like a treated it like a grave wound, like yeah. she stabbed him in the jugular or something. And he's like, ah, ah, my shoulder. And then he punches her in the face like five more times. She's done. And then he like collapses to the ground, and the girlfriend's like holding him and like, oh no, <laughs> in the shoulder, he's he's done for. And you're like, is he gonna die from being stabbed in the shoulder? I would have liked that. That would have been amazing. Because there was a cop that showed up, and she either slashes his throat or like knocks him out or something. I think that. Because I think that this cop is, is still alive. This is fascinating because she, you see him, her like start to slash his throat, and then they kind of. I think they decided in post, like, man, that's pushing. Can we ever kill another? She's killed so many people, and then she kills a cop. And so what they do is they add the sound of the cop breathing in the ADR, right. going like, right. oh, oh. <laughs> and you hear that over the top of all the action. So it's already sloppily Weird. done, yeah. and then, then you hear I the thought. sound of like yeah. a cop sort of still sort of being alive. So that he's alive, and then so then I guess as soon as. She he as soon as he like you know punches her out, she, the cop wakes up and like arrests her or whatever. It ends with her with him going to the into the ambulance and her going into the cop car and cop car drives away. The end. There you it's go. It's a freeze frame on her, kind of smiling a little, unsatisfying. Bit. <laughs> like meh, meh. Yeah. At least I killed. There was nothing. People. There was nothing to this and, at and, all. Unsatisfying. And it should, like it's, and it should have ended with him like. Bl- Blown her away or something. Yeah, come on. Jesus he fucking Christ. He's been stabbed in the shoulder. He's done for. It's like amazing the, he lived. Or like the girlfriend having some kind of agency br- very briefly yeah. or something even. But uh, no, she's just a victim. Yeah. To, to the to, to, In the movie and to the filmmaker's whims yeah. of having an extremely nude lady in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. We need a naked lady. Need somebody be naked in this because they can't. We can't pretend that these underage girls are, are getting naked. They're not underage, but <laughs> we asked Rose McGowan nicely, and she really shut us down. <laughs> it was a flat no. <laughs> but they could. But no. I mean, the thing is that they could. There's plenty of movies where, like, I sure, yes, of course. So they could have a scene where it's like we're in the locker room and like anything. Oh yeah, any literally yeah. I mean, it, it gets an automatic like boost because of that one scene. Yeah. Um, but uh, otherwise, it's like it's like come on, guys. I mean. You're not really delivering the goods here. Yeah, there isn't. It's <laughs> it a isn't, very bad. Movie. It isn't even like fun, bad, campy. You know, it just sucks. No, it just sucks. Just the scene, like the scene where she beats the old lady to death, and then the yeah. dog. When that sort of stuff's happening, <laughs> you're like, the basketball Jesus scene Christ. was pretty funny. The basketball scene was kind of the funny. Basketball scene is so weird. Yeah. And then there's another teacher who doesn't like him or something. Yeah. He's walking through. He's going like, you should be, should be teaching should them, not playing not with playing them. With or them. That teacher is like the Maitre D. They're both like Mr. Yeah. Be- Mr. Belvedere types. So they're like, nah, I don't care for this. You're like, where is this fucking town? Yeah. Yeah. Why are there a bunch of like poncy old like British dudes? This this teacher who's two years older than all of the students shouldn't be playing <laughs> basketball against them. Why are there so, so many old school where, Tories in where this he's town? He's like he's like 
like uh, grappling with the with the student who's like he's like uh, trying to bait him into having a basketball game. And he's like, "All right, if you win, you don't have to do any more schoolwork, and if I win, you'll actually apply yourself for once." Well, he says it, he's a poetry teacher, it's and he says to this ridiculous. dumb jock, he's like, "Not if I win, not only do you have to like apply yourself, you have to get an A." Yeah, like the the conditions are this: are you have to become good at knowing well, I, about poetry. Well, I did lose that basketball game. <laughs> ah, shit! I guess I better be. Good at poetry. What are the now? consequences if I don't follow through? Are you going to call me a Welsher because I got a B plus? <laughs> well, because of their lack of follow through, that they lost the basketball game. It's true. Uh, it's yeah. really stupid. It's anyway, a, it's a really sh- one of the shittier movies that we've done. Oh I yeah, have to uh, say. you know, I th- very poorly I think made. The swim band was worse. Well, we'll get to that. Ooh, we're getting to it. Get to it. Uh, okay, we'll just. There's not yeah, much. Th- no. Uh, no, I don't. You got any quotes or anything? Yeah, this is the part where. Um, oh man. <laughs> about this one there are some funny lines the dog's name is Bebe. yeah <laughs> and when uh when rose mcgowan throws the puts the dog in the trunk and throws the bug spray in there she sits down on it and goes hasta la vista baby <laughs> that's pretty good that's the stuff that's where, pretty good that's the stuff where i think the movie is kind of fun is because rose mcgowan it's the stuff it's when right. she's good at delivering those like when she's beating the grandma to death she has like a, a catchphrase or something too uh, she says some line now i don't have any mercy it's a family thing yeah Oh, this is also what There's she like, says. I think she's good in those brief, very brief moments where the movie is, is like, oh, she's like a psychopath who likes doing this. It's funny. It's like, you right. know, Mikey or something. Right. But it's like, I mean, it's like five seconds of the movie, so don't, I'm not, yeah, yeah. it's high, high praise. <laughs> this is this is another thing she says when she's finally fatally confronting her grandma. Is this how you raised my mother? No wonder she was such a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I liked. I liked we're making that, this movie uh, sound better than it is. That was I a swear good. That was a good death scene because yeah. as she's beating Granny to death, the Granny keeps going like, "Oh no! Please show please me mercy. mercy." It's really funny. Mercy. I mean, we're making this movie sound better because we're talking about the only parts we remember, which are the very few. I and watched far this between. last night, like less than twenty-four but, hours but ago. I mean, too. But I just mean this is a very few and far between good parts of yeah. like a movie that's generally just sort of like. Hanging. I mean, there's a lot of shots of just Rose McGowan walking to school. Yeah, like in in or skimpy like outfits. People like there's like classroom. There's like long classroom scenes and shit, and they just d- add nothing to the movie. Yeah. There's a scene where she shows up in a in a like one of the sexy dresses that she stole that she shoplifted, and the teacher is like, his only seen her in the frumpy dresses her grandma gave him before. And then he's like, "Welcome to class." And then he turns around and starts writing the board, and he goes, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah. Like, and he does that a couple times. There's a part when uh, when he like a- after he's like dropped her off at home, and he's and she's been like hey just you know been very you know flirty just very flirty and then he's driving away and he's like peter 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 they don't make them like they didn't make them like that when i was in school and I'm like yeesh god Jesus dude uh, but this is another thing that the grandma says just a, a good slice of the sort of thing that she says don't you lie to me you blasphemous slut you've been out carousing <laughs> oh no <laughs> he's been out jitterbugging parading <laughs> canoodling even <laughs> showing up her ankles <laughs> Uh, ratings. Uh, one and a half Judds yeah. uh, for all the, you know, for some of it's fun. There were fun parts. The, the, the parts that we described are, that are fun are yeah. actually fun. But I mean, it's, but it's, it's, it's a C it's like at 90 minutes. minutes it's movie. very long at 90 minutes. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give it a three and a half Douglases. Mm-hmm. Three, just like a solid three, automatic three for the sex scene. It is so graphic and so out of fucking nowhere, it is funny. I laughed yeah. out loud when it started and it's, happening. And I li- and it's absolutely just there because it's got to fulfill we, the, yeah. the, the, like, cinem- the like Skinamax the like a yeah. contract where yeah. it's like, well, there has to be a graphic sex scene so in like, this movie. It's Again, it's only like a few minutes of the, of the total film, 
but it's so gratuitous and so obligatory that yeah. I it's an automatic three Douglases and an extra half for just the constant leering at Rose oh, McGowan. Yeah. So three and a half because Douglases <laughs> there. It seems like that's the only reason to make the to, that anyone even made the movie was we're gonna get to stare at this hot girl and also there's a fuck scene with somebody else. Ugh. Like the only porno in this skin flick is unrelated character. <laughs> but uh, it's and, the, that's what they did in Caligula. <laughs> Like we couldn't get Mal- we couldn't get Helen we couldn't get Helen Mirren to give Malcolm McDowell a blowjob, so we'll film these other people. Here's two it. unrelated porn stars doing a thing. We'll get back to it. Th- although in Caligula, it, it actually it at least sort of makes sense because it's like the Roman Empire, and so they're like, we're at an orgy, and then it's like, sure, now cut to scenes of an orgy or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Uh, and I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Dogs in a box. <laughs> oh. Dogs in a box. Hasta la vista, uh, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go- give it one star, but I'd forgotten about that line, so I'm gonna bump it up to one and a half nice. for Judd, just because Hasta la vista, baby did make me did make me laugh out loud. <laughs> like, oh man, that's that's wild. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna match you on that three and a half. Uh, Douglases. Uh, is it's just ridiculous. It's like just full on both of them butt naked and just running away. You're like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Like fucking animals. It's insane. Um, and I'm going to give it uh, one one box of grandma and dead dogs sent off to the church. Wow. <laughs> sent yeah, off so. to Jesus. Uh, have mercy. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm going one and a half also because mm. it's not quite one because it is very bad. It isn't worth watching, but the parts that were fun were were like I was like ah because it's that kind of movie where it's you know you, uh, you it was it's not Stockholm syndrome maybe but it's like that thing where you're like I have to watch this More like whole Helsinki fucking, syndrome. I have to watch this whole mm-hmm. fucking thing and and it sucks and it's gonna suck the whole time. But then when it's like when it's a little good, you're like almost like I think this movie's good. Yeah. Oh no, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's, never mind. Sorry. It's right. great. It's we'll great for it. it's great for two seconds. Yeah. And it's not even that good. Uh, but it's yeah. So one and a half, uh, three and a half, bordering on four. If there'd been like one more scene, like right. unnecessarily unnecessary nudity, like if they'd done like a girls' locker room scene. Right. Like, Can't believe they didn't. Yeah, this movie totally and, feels and just like, like none of the characters that you've met either. Just right. like here's some girls. or like or like she's got her clothes on. She's fully on. dressed, but everybody <laughs> else in this in the scene is naked. Yeah. <laughs> like it totally it feels weird. She's that in a swimsuit in the shower. It right. honestly feels weird that that isn't in this movie. Yeah, like it feels weird that like not that Rose McGowan didn't get naked. You know, to her credit, like yes, sign that contract saying I'm not going to get naked for right. your shitty movie. Actually, um, have the words "fuck no." I can't believe they didn't even have a sex scene for her with a body double. Yeah, it's weird. You know what I mean? But yeah. kinda, there kind of is where like it's a dream sequence that the, that right. the teacher right. has, yeah. where he's like poking. But his, it's the uh, it's his, his girlfriend. girlfriend's body, I think, yeah, yeah. or exactly. some or somebody and then it else. just cuts to like Rose a down McGowan. angle of Rose McGowan's head, and then he wakes up like boo. Yeah, yeah. So there's that too. So yeah, so three and a half, almost four, if it was like a little. But that that fucking gratuitous sex scene in the middle is like. So weird. It's like weird. Okay, yeah, this is unnecessary. I love it. <laughs> uh, three and a half Douglases and fuck. Uh, so little. You, There's so to, little. One. One just one of the best basketball games I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the level of play in this game is astonishing. It was, it was so good. So Two good. Titans at the pinnacle of their skill. <laughs> Oh, One. Talk- Wait, I thought you were talking about Swim Fan there for a second. <laughs> Titans at the uh, pinnacle. <laughs> speaking of speaking of pinnacle, I'm gonna read the uh, Matt. You sent this to us, but I also watched this on HBO Max. Uh-huh. And the, the the description of oh, Swim yeah. Fan. Uh, 
This swim fan, weird. a high school swimming star regrets a watery fling with a slinky but psychotic new girl on campus. Well, watery fling with a slinky but psychotic new girl. I mean, it's pretty good. First of all, I don't think. I mean, I don't know what how you define slinky, but I don't think she's. Slinky. We, we me, she, Molly and I, I had a debate about this. Like, slinky. what is slinky? I don't think she counts as slinky. What's up, ladies? Hey, oh, my swimming buddy. Then Cronin thought he had it all. Scouts are coming next week. It might actually happen, huh? Yeah, can you picture it? Good friends. Oh, break a wand! I just remember why we broke up, Jack. You couldn't handle me in bed, or? <laughs> and a bright future. <laughs> so, Madison Bell. Dude, she is so smoking hot. You know I'm playing on here in that little southern accent when she moans my name. I can't get this stupid thing open. Do you think you could? Take a look, yeah. What's the letter for, Ben Cronin? The letter is for swimming. Are you good? I'm okay, yeah. But he never imagined. What are you doing here? One moment. Okay, I want you to. Could change everything. Hello? Oh, funny, hi. Surprise. It's so great to finally meet your mother. Finally, you just met me. You want to pretend like it never happened? I have a girlfriend. Don't worry about me. I got somebody waiting for me in New York. You have 81 new emails. I don't know why. It's like she... Does Slinky just mean like uh, overtly flirty? I don't know. Like she, she's coming on to him. I, th- I would I would Is describe Laura Flynn Boyle as Slinky as Slinky in the temp. Yes, okay. but I would not describe Erica Christensen in Swim flight, Fan. flight plans. Erica Christensen. Flight plans. Erica Christensen. Yeah, not from Traffic. Different. <laughs> no, no, no. Different. And it's not Julia Stiles. <laughs> no, it's not Julia Stiles. It's never there, Julia Stiles. There is a fascinating. Uh, oh, is this a Mandela effect where Swim Fan had Julia Stiles? I, I don't know if it's been d- discussed in the Mandela effect like boards or whatever, but I feel like that. I I've talked w- with pe- with people about this, and they're like. Everyone always goes, oh, yeah, Julia Stiles. No. No. Everyone thinks Julia, Julia Stiles, Stiles is, is not in fan. traffic or swim fan. Yeah. Or oh, flight no. plan. And Erica Christensen is, is not in, all three. in Save the Last Dance. And Correct. she does look a, She doesn't yeah. look that much Vaguely, like Julia maybe. I don't know. I don't see it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's a good. He has a watery flying gill. They do fuck in the swimming they pool. They fuck in the swimming they pool. They really do. They have, they have a PG-13 sex scene in it the sucks. swimming pool. <laughs> This, so the, as you as you texted me and not not at all incorrectly, this is fatal attraction for babies. That's what Travis said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for like three year olds. For like three year olds, it's yeah. really really I mean, lazy and, and I, stupid. I hate fatal attraction. This is significantly worse. The yeah. only the only <sighs> thing, fatal attraction sucks. The only too. thing that I think that this has on fatal attraction is this: a Glenn Close is a goblin and Erica Christensen is a pretty girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And B. No. They're teenagers. Glenn Close is a goblin in Fatal Attraction. In Fatal Attraction, yes. That character. No, not, no, not in real life. In no. real life, you didn't use it in here? <laughs> she's oh, Uruk- she's, oh. yeah, she's, she's Urukai. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I mean, if it's come out, she's 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 actual goblin. She was fucking 2020, She, she performed man. some kind of spell on somebody, <laughs> and somebody somebody caught it on film, and it's like, oh no, and she's like, I am a goblin! Shit. I have to come out, finally. But, uh, okay, We're so... We're in a simulation, man. <laughs> and then B, they're, they're teenagers... So the fact that he like cheats on his girlfriend, it's not like Michael Douglas who has like a, a beautiful wife and family. Right. You know, it's like it's still the same like don't stick your dick in crazy moralizing bullshit. But also, it's like I don't know, give the kid a break. It's, 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 exactly, and it's treated as you can't take this seriously. Like like he maybe he <laughs> takes because it's just like they're fucking teenagers. Right. right. She's hot. Yeah, she's coming on to he's, him. Like, he's like seventeen. He's, yeah. What do you want? 
It is. A, it is the oh, same. Oh no! Thing what as, have I done? I broke the compact with this yeah, yeah. girl. I mean, that it's I've supposed known to be this intense year. compact yeah, yeah. though with her because like he used to be a fucking drug addict, I, mess, I, I and know. like she helped him get sober. There's so much life ascribed to I this mean, teenager. Although I do buy it, kind of. Sometimes I buy it more in like a teenager setting than than in Fatal Attraction because right. like those are the like the, the like your your teens and twenties. Sure, sure, shit, sure. That's when shit is so dramatic. They do, yeah. And anything that happens I'll to buy you that, yeah. is like. Fuck! I'm just, this is gonna fuck me up for my whole life, and so it kind of it makes sense. I, I think the movie is bad, right? But I think that it also it makes it, emotional still, sense for that character. But me as an audience member watching it, I'm it like, you'll, you'll get over this. It is very right. funny hearing a teenage character going like, "It was almost over for me," and I'm like you're fucking seventeen. But it has yeah. the same thing problem as old. as Fatal Attraction, where like, I mean, it, it's it's not. It is true that he's not in Fatal Attraction. It's like Glenn Close is not. It's like you're not attractive. Just your wife is fine. Your wife but is I, very beautiful, I, and Glenn Close is terrifying. But it is also like a thing where you're like, I don't know, I don't know why you would. This Erica Christensen girl doesn't seem. She she seems crazy right She's from the start. She's just a rich bitch too. She's yeah. like such a terribly there, conceived okay. So character. his girlfriend is much cooler, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Shuri Appleby like, is much nicer. She's nicer. Uh, she's it's too bad with that Adam Driver did to her. Oh, is that the is that that's who it the is? girl? Oh wow, that's the girl that Shit. he does that, that to. And that I, I said that to you earlier from Roswell. I did not pick up on yeah. that. That's yeah. amazing. That was a, that was a segue into talking into better movies with Darth Maul and his double bladed. You know, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, said that unrelated. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the, some things at the beginning that I noticed right away that I wanted to bring up. Oh boy, one, <laughs> one. The, the interminable credits sequence where he's just driving to school. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the beginning of Manos, the Hands of Fate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so weird. This movie does have a great score, too. It's all, all, these, all the shitty it's 90s all this, rock. It's like all shitty. It's all Late, shitty, like early, early 2000s. 2000s like, yeah. pop, I've got the list. Rock. I got the list of band names. Uh, I, let's see if I've heard of any of them. I have heard of one. Okay. And I think it'll be the same one that you guys I have heard I don't know of, anything about music, but, so. But let me go through them here. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> Llama. Nope. 28 Days. Nope. Allergic. No. <laughs> here's a here's a quintessential allergic. Allergic. No. Even worse. Here's a quintessential band name that's like we're gonna start a band. We'll name you it think, this. We'll have it, one shitty song and one soundtrack, I, and that'll just, be it. This doesn't like this movie doesn't predate Pitchfork. So like, why would you name your band Allergic? You're just asking for it. Well, the next band name is Regurgitator. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that sounds like a band that like Jensen's label would put out though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Regurgitator. Yeah, but none of the bands in this movie sound like any music that Jensen's label would put out. No, no. You gotta have a certain uh, sound yeah, if you're yeah, gonna yeah. call yourself Regurgitator. <laughs> you can't sound like a third eye blind knockoff. Our friend, uh, for, we, uh, we are for Regurgitator. For the listeners, our friend, our friend Jensen, who runs Iron Lung Records. Yeah, yeah. Very specific sound. Yeah. Nothing in this movie sounds like that. Yeah, he doesn't get into the car and drive to school. Well, no, that would be an interesting choice. Six second long <laughs> that would songs. Actually, that would actually be a, an interesting choice in this movie is, is hell-bent on not making those. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some more band names. Celebrity. Blech. Seven Dust. I have heard of that uh, one. Uh, nope. That's the one. Haven't, ding, ding, ding. You haven't heard of Seven Dust? I haven't heard of any of these. I don't know if I could name one of their songs, but I've heard no, that it's, name. No, it's uh, new Metal. It sounds like all that fucking new Metal. Okay. <laughs> My girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> uh, that fucking horse shit. That's, and a, then, good, that's uh, a good one. And then uh, rounding out, we got Wayne. And uh, pacifier. Wayne okay. sounds familiar. That's my dad's name. That's why. Oh, okay. Oh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah your dad. Yeah, Bruce Wayne, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so that's the list of bands in Swim Sorry, fan, sorry to digress. So, Matt, you had your your point. Was, the, the other thing is is uh, when they when they get to school, uh, his his two his two uh, guy friends. One is Jason Ritter. 
Yep. Uh, and the other one is Clay Crawford, the shitty he- uh, uh, brother-in-law from Rectify. From Rectify. Also, he was also Riggs on. He the, was um, the, the the erstwhile Riggs on the TV Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, that he guy got, was trouble. Yeah, he got fired for being an he's asshole. He's great on he's great on the show Rectify. He really is good. Which on one is I, he? I recommend that everybody. In this, he's the he's the fr- he's the friend who does he's get the, with Erica Christensen. He's like the swim the his the asshole the asshole yeah, who, asshole who, rival. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. But his that guy's first appearance in this movie. Well, I guess after they have a little friendly friendly buddy banter at the beginning is. They're walking down the hallway, and the character that turns out to be Erica Christensen's brother like accidentally bumps into this kid, yeah. and he fucking throws a fit. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's like, "Hey, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get back here, hey!" And then the kid turns around, and it's clear that maybe he's like a little slow, and so the the bully kid backs off. But Im- immediately, like they turn around and walk the rest of the way down the hall, and they're like they're high fiving each other and going like, "Yeah, I really fucking stuck into that freak." And yeah. I, I he's thought crazy. That, he's a freak. I thought man. that the guy who's Erica Christensen's cousin, it turns out or whatever yeah, yeah. she's living with. I, th- I swear to God, I thought that was Scott Kahn for like half the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> this is uh, this is the the, the exa- uh, example of them bantering how, how guys talk. And they've just noticed that Madison Bell, who is um, the new kid in the town, the new kid in town, the hot, uh, the crazy swim fan, uh, slinky but psychotic. She yeah. came up. She came up from the south or something like that. Uh, or but she was also in New York. I don't know. Yeah. But he goes, you know, I'm planning on hearing that little southern accent when she moans my name. Yeah. And then in the banter reply that the main character has when she applies for the restraining order. And <laughs> also, uh, guys, at the beginning fun. of the movie, like it's him and the two guys and Sherry Appleby's there, and they have a black friend, a girl. Mm-hmm. She so disappears you, from the movie oh immediately. Yeah. Like she's, you never see her again. Yeah, I think she pops up one more time, but she's there to point because she's there to point out. No, she pops up later. She's around. But yeah. she like stops him from talking to her later after that's he it. cheats on her. Yeah. When, but she she's like uh, she's like that's why I broke up with you to the Clayton Crawford character to, yeah, to yeah. point out that he did date her once, but is an asshole, and so that's why you shouldn't. Uh, yeah. Is Clayton Crawford <laughs> the main guy? No, that's that's Jesse Bradford. Jesse Bradford from King of the Hill. No, Clayton Crawford is the is the dude who he gets framed for murdering. Jesse Bradford, I, I recognize the most from a movie that I actually saw called "I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell." Yeah, uh-huh. that's based on that <laughs> shitty pickup artist guy's the book. The shitty pickup artist guy, I can't remember He's his name. He's in um, Tucker Max. Yeah, Tucker it's Max. Tucker, yeah. It's the wor- It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and he plays one of these characters who oh, who is like the he's like super bad. Like everyone, every guy's like the worst kind of asshole, and he's like the worst one. Okay, where he's always like, "I'm gonna fuck that fucking bitch." Bitches are doll whores. He's, he's oh. like, and geez. so I, it's like a thing I'll never get out of my head. It's just this guy being this the worst thing, and it's like as soon as he appeared in this movie, and I didn't even know why, I had to look it up. I was like, "Fuck that guy!" I just had this Pavlovian thing where I was like, "I hate that guy." Yeah, he's the hero, and he's the hero of the movie. He's the he's like the the like uh, nice boy in uh, Bring It On. Yeah, the, who, like, uh, who like Kirsten Dunst is like I like Eliza Dushku's brother. And he was in a lot of crap like at that the, time and is not in much now. He's like the best on the swim team. Dan Hedaya is their swim coach. <laughs> That's the best Joel. part of the movie, baby. As Molly pointed out to me, Dan Hedaya is not a swim coach. <laughs> I I, ag- I argue that he's whoever he wants to be, but <laughs> I think he's that's like true. a guy who's never been in the water. I want. I, I saw him in Look, the. I know. Sun, about, like, I know about all the techniques of swimming. Carla, <laughs> Joe, what I need you to do is swim faster, Joe. Joe, I didn't even focus on swimming faster. I wasn't paying attention to the credits, and so when Dan Hedaya showed up, I was like, "Oh, because yeah. I didn't realize he was good. I didn't see him in the credits." And I talk like, about squandering Hedaya too. Oh, like they don't give him anything to no, do. No. He's just sort of like at a certain point, <laughs> He's like just his, a swim coach. His, his swimming gets sabotaged. He's like, "You're off the team, Joe. No more being on the swim team. You blew it." 
and that's it. Like he doesn't really. <laughs> d- it's like, why did you have Dan Hedaya? Uh, in he's this? got a Dan Hedaya. I'm never, it's never gonna get over that. <laughs> was one. it for the teens in this movie? Like the teens crave Hedaya. It's it a test screening. Anybody. It was a reshoot test screening. <laughs> the test screening is like, where's Hedaya? All the t- we need eighty like percent of the teen tests that they screened it for were like needs Hedaya. Needs in Hedaya. In it. We got it. We need Hedaya now. Get him. Uh, also, the kid is uh, his mom works at the hospital. And he's like an orderly at the hospital, yeah, and this yeah, comes. This becomes uh, important later, but there is absolutely no fucking way on God's green earth they're going to let a high school student administer <laughs> medication in a medication. hospital. Not a yeah. fucking chance in hell. I don't <laughs> care if he's an intern or if his mom is the chief of fucking surgery. Yeah, ain't going to happen. And of course, like it he, almost gets someone killed. He could. I, I. He could probably volunteer or work in some capacity at a hospital, but not doing that. Not doing that. For he's sure. got fucking charts. He's signing things. Yeah. It's ridiculous here's your here's your very serious medication person who's in a hospital i am a teenager <laughs> unbelievable and also With no medical training uh, whatsoever. no medical training and a drug habit guys he's very good at swimming they're gonna let this kid who's got a drug habit in his background have access to medication but he swims very fast well, unbelievable it, it does come up later and there isn't a there isn't a line later when they're mad at him for fucking up that goes like part of this is on us for hiring yeah. a teenager <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> that's something that they don't say. Oh my god. This drove me absolutely up the wall. Like to me this was as aggravating as like in Big when he can go to the bank and cash his paycheck. It's like yeah. he doesn't have a social security number. How did he fill out his fucking W2? He doesn't There's, exist. How did he even get a fucking checking account? He's a ghost. <laughs> He's a ghost. He's like fucking Jason Bourne. <laughs> Without that bag of handy dandy like fake IDs and shit. Oh my god. Uh yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, but like, yeah, so like that's part of his character is that he's 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 already been through so much, man. But he's but he's turned his life around. When I was thirteen, that's when I started having a hard drug addiction, and things went bad, and it seemed like I was gonna my life was gonna be over. But then I turned it around when I was fourteen, and then when I was fifteen, I found out I was good at swimming, and then my yeah. girlfriend really supported me, and now at the age of seventeen, I feel like I'm really on the straight and narrow. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. wow, okay, yeah. there's a lot more <laughs> to Very go, bad. buddy. Um. <laughs> I also liked uh, after she becomes obsessed with uh, with Jesse Bradford, uh, Eric and Christian should start sending him like nudie photos yeah. on his school email account. And he's like, the scene where he's like in the library on the computer and he's looking at his like all the messages that she sent him with all the pictures. And it's like these like shitty cell phone, low res, like 2003 camera shots is really funny in like a GeoCities yeah. website. They this looked, it looks it looks just a very like lovely the, way for me. But they still has the same form as like modern like nudie uh-huh. selfies where she is standing in front of a mirror yeah. except you see like a flash coming out of the, an actual camera that she's holding and, funny. and she's holding the camera like in front, right of, her in front of her boobs yeah very good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, thanks for nothing. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything, but it is. No, no. I just mean. I mean, no, I mean con- in the context of the movie, him getting that nude, it'd be like, like well, look, great. I didn't ask for this, but there also, so if many... you're gonna do that, why did you? Why is this so? <laughs> why is this so PG? There are also so many scenes where, like, uh, Erica Christensen is like concocted away for maybe Sherry Appleby will find out. Like he's looking at the com- pictures on the computer, and then Sherry Appleby shows up, and he and like doesn't quite look all the way around the side of the computer <laughs> to see ooh, what he's ooh, looking he's at. Like, oh, and he has to shut the computer off because yeah. he can't. Figure or like out when it. she calls him and she's like, "Hey, uh, my panties are still in your car," and Sherry Appleby is like, "I'll go get them." No, I mean well, it doesn't work that way. She's, she's already going after the car, the car to like, get. Oh, she's just gonna move the car, and then he like runs up and like practically like throws he's her like, down. Let me do it. I wanted to drive the car. 
And how she's here's, like, I still I, support you. I have a question. How was she supposed to move the car if he's always got the club on the steering wheel? Uh, <laughs> like they make such a big deal out of Chekhov's security club for his car. She's he's really got, good at well, shocking. She, well, she's got the uh, she's got the, the club also. I know. She got the his girlfriend is like so tight with him that she's got. It's I mean, at the so end of the funny. movie, when she is injured or whatever, she is being taken care of at his house. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Uh, it's very weird. I would like to point out, uh, since it is, sw- it is she is the titular character of this movie, the titular swim fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Erica Christensen is very, very, very bad in this movie. Yeah, and it's not, and it's it is like um, in a movie in which materially nothing happens. I right. mean, it's very boring. But At eighty-two minutes, it's a slog. She's the hinge character. A lot, a lot she's counts unhinged. on her. And uh, and oh, well. this is this is a thing that actors you know who aren't equipped to do this sort of thing do when they're playing a psychotic and there's it's that thin line yeah. is going like well i'm trying to make it seem like this character has nothing behind their eyes like they're cold and psychotic and it's so easy for that to slip into just being blank and boring mm-hmm. yeah and that's where she yeah. ends up she just, just seems inert she's and kind of robotic yeah. it's a it's like a example of miscasting as opposed to her being her being yeah. like necessarily a bad actor yeah you know, it's like, uh, this is probably not. It I mean, there aren't any good performances in this. No, no, no. But I mean, but I mean, the <laughs> uh, other ones. Dana Dyer. I mean, but the other ones. the other ones have uh, are not supposed to do anything sure. except for be like yeah. a girl. I'm the girlfriend, and so mm. Sherry really Appleby, Appleby is fine in it. But you know, she's she's charming in that scene where you see her at work being nice to people or yeah. whatever. You know, like that's. That's something like okay, that's not much to ask. But then you're going like, but this girl is crazy, and you're like, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, everything I about this movie it. is totally perfunctory in that way. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of funny the, shit up in up it until the very end. Yeah, yeah, the movie, the movie almost be- <laughs> almost benefits from how like bland and boring it is because at the end it actually kind of does at least for the movie get pretty crazy. Yeah, and and considering what you're used to, it, it's like this is an explosion of crazy activity. Yeah. It's like the it's like the five seconds of Devil in the Flesh where I'm like. Oh, this movie's fun now. Yeah, yeah. It's like that where you're like, I guess this movie's good. No, it's, no, not. it's not. No, it's not. It just barely. There's it just, this isn't even good. So much stupid shit in this movie. Even, like, even, it got to the point like the little things were starting to like really get to me. She's not even a fan of swimming, which really pissed <laughs> no, me off. Nothing to do with it. But like, <laughs> her, 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 her screen name is Swim Fan, right? <laughs> For some reason. Uh, yeah, yeah, but l- earlier on in her life, she was baseball fan. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, she that poor that poor guy. She, the, her whole mo is to just find an, a good athlete There's, and then become him a comatose vegetable, and then, and then turn, put him in a coma, yeah. and then move to a different town and do it again. Like, but there's also like all kinds of just like bland. Like there's a scene where um Jesse Bradford he has her like no, like notebook yeah with her music in it. Oh, that was another thing. She plays the cello. The 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 first shot of the movie is like, fucking playing the cello. I'm like, it's swim fan. She's I'm not here evil. for cello fan. I don't want cello fan. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't rent cello fan. <laughs> Get this the but fuck he, out of my head. He's got her like music book and he's gonna return it to her. Uh, and uh, he le- he's leaving the house and he's wearing a black polo shirt, khakis and regular shoes. Just Regular black shoes, mm-hmm. and his mom goes, "What are you dressed so sharp for today?" <laughs> he actually does go like it's just a shirt, pants, <laughs> shirt, pants. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. It's very weird. Scene. They're slightly, I mean, they're slightly baggy. Uh, right. uh, khakis, khakis, though. They're just know, like 2000, dockers. Two thousand what? Two thousand three? Two thousand two? Khakis. So you know. And he goes to the house that Erica Christensen's living at, and it is a castle. It's a mansion. She She's it with out. her aunt because her parents are dead or something, yeah. uh, or they don't like her. Don't, or I don't know. No, they're She's in Europe. Oh, they're in Europe. Okay. She's like the little girl from Oliver and Company. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there, there's also a lot of idiot plot shit. Like now, the the her his buddy is like getting with Erica Christensen. And yeah, 
I did like I did like the the beginning part where like okay so he has sex with her in the swimming pool and that's yeah. what kicks off this whole tragedy but like after that like right after that he's like you know so I have a girlfriend we talked about it and she's like yeah it's cool it's just a casual thing it's like a one time thing no big deal so like I feel like he can really be forgiven for all of oh, I don't I don't give a fuck about his transgressions he's seventeen I mean he so should funny. be he should be honest with his girlfriend and be like I cheated on you and if she absolutely breaks, and if she breaks up with him Too because bad. of it then that's your fault that's lesson, on you lesson absolutely. Learned. That's Absolutely. on you, and then you know to next relationship you have that you really care about to not fucking but, do that. But He's even, a young but adult. even given all of that, like yeah. she's like, it's cool. It was a one-time thing. I promise, I'm not a psycho. It's right. just, it's so funny. She goes, we can. Be, I understand you. This is during the pool sex scene, which is pretty wild, uh, and the, <laughs> it, be, it begins. Where they're, they're, he's basically talking to her and he's like I'm noticing some attraction here and he's like just so you know I do have a girlfriend she's like oh, okay well she's lucky anyways do you want to like have lunch or something he's like okay well we've got this all out here and then at one point he's like well I better go and she's like I don't want to go and he's like uh, okay and then they go to a swimming pool because she says she, she doesn't know how to swim she and doesn't know how to wants swim. to see him swim and she literally is just sitting in the stands at the beginning of this scene, just watching him swim back and forth. And then it just cuts, and she's like in her underwear. <laughs> and then in the she pool. gets in, but it, like for God knows, I, I like to think that this, this was going on for an hour. It was at least as long as the opening credits drive to school. He's just going back and Remember forth. Remember that shot in the opening credits where he stops at a stoplight and it, next to a cop and he says hi. He's like, hey man, how's it going? And the cop just fucking doesn't say anything. And it's Did like, that have to do with his prior trouble? That yeah, I guess in? it was supposed to be that, but like, come on. That prior trouble shit is so barely brought up that yeah. like I didn't even realize it was a thing till towards the end of the movie. It was Well, I didn't even figure it out until like he Everybody gets accused of doing it. steroids. And then they're like, do you want to get caught? Oh, you did it again or whatever? And yeah. you're like, oh, is that a thing that we were supposed right. to know about? This cocksucker was an arch criminal before when he was <laughs> Yeah, so like, so he's swimming back and forth for presumably an hour before she finally gets in, and it's very sexy. And then he like teaches her how to swim, it's and then very and, and sexy. It's, it's very. Se- I was so hot. <laughs> I'm hot talking about it right now. It's as it's as hot as a movie that's. PG thirteen should have been narrated. Should have been narrated by Dan Hedaya. Yeah, and so she's okay. The swim fan is in the pool now. He's like, we probably shouldn't do this. Ah, I'm 17. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and then she, and then she literally goes like, it's you know, she's like, it's fine, it's fine. Um, tell me, and then she's me. practically like holding his dick, and then she goes like, oh, just one little thing. Can you tell me you love me? Yeah, it's it's the thing. She, you don't nothing. have to, you don't have to mean it. He's like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's fine. I love you. And she's like, oh, great, great, fine, fine. And then she's like, afterwards, she's like, don't tell anybody about this. It was fun, right? Whatever. Who cares? And then the next day, she's like, tell me you love me. Yeah, yeah. Tell me you love me. It's very, she's very the characters, weird. Characters all over the fucking place. But uh, yeah, it's, and then like she, his girlfriend leaves a note in his locker and she's like, I left a thing in your locker. But the, but the other girl left flowers on his locker. So he comes up to his girlfriend. And he's like, hey. And she's like, oh, those flowers for me. And he's like, uh-huh. oh, <laughs> yep. wow. yeah. Oh, no. The other girl left in there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jesse Bradford's doing pretty well. He should probably come clean with his girlfriend. She'll probably understand. And Spoiler it, alert! She does. She does. <laughs> she does. And then and I mean, then she's upset, but and she's even point, more upset when he gets framed for trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite idiot plot moment in this is that he's leaving her house, right? The crazy girl's house because he's like snuck in there and spying around, and then the brother, cousin, or whatever, yeah. the slow guy, the brother, is like, is like, come to New York with me. It's like, hey, uh, I got a. He, Jesse Bradford is in his truck and he's gonna leave. And then the, that guy comes up and goes like, "Hey, I gotta show you something." And then it cuts to them pulling they up go somewhere all the else. Way to New York City. Yeah. But then, it, but then it cuts to them pulling up 
in a different car where the 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 brother or cousin or whatever is driving. Yeah, the brother. Only so that so only so that somebody only can so steal only Jesse so Bradford's car. Erica Christensen can have stolen his truck, and you're like, so you so he went like, let's go somewhere. You were already in your truck with it running, and you didn't go like, okay, get in, give me directions while we go. No, you went like, it's, it's, okay, I'll get in a different car, and then I will leave my truck at the crazy girl's house. It's it's worse <laughs> than you're describing. It's, it's actually so worse dumb. because what happens is first he goes to the mansion. To see what he can figure out, or see if he can figure out some shit right. about Erica Christensen, and the the brother cousin character lets him in, yes. and is like, "I got to show you something." Takes him up to his bedroom. By the way, they live in this mansion, but this kid's bedroom is like a fucking orphanage, like <laughs> dorm room. He has like a tiny bed that's like not big enough for a child. He lives under He's the like stairway. A really big kid. So seriously, the char- and the character we, we haven't described him. The actor is not Scott Con, but it looks like it's Scott a very Con- large boy. It looks like if Scott Con was in one of the Ocean's moving yeah. movies, disguised as like a nerd, right. to sneak into a casino uh, computer room or something. That's Absolutely. what this character and they is, do, looks like. And they like. do these weird half-assed <laughs> things to kind of like kind of. Very lightly identify him as like maybe special needsy yeah. in a tiny, just a tiny but special not, needsy, but barely because he is huge and ripped. Yeah. yeah, that's an important note. He's like six foot, and Erica Christensen is like constantly a dick to him. He's just super mean to him, and he kind of has these mannerisms that are a little bit kind of dorky. Yeah. He always has a huge cowlick, and he has a hearing aid. Yeah. And so you're and like, giant he's nerd like some sort yeah. of spaz, I guess. <laughs> as, as Roger Moore would describe, a spaz. <laughs> he's a spaz that could lift a car up over his head, but yeah. still. And then he but seems like he can drive a car. He, seems he drives. Smart yeah, he drives a really nice vintage car. <laughs> but anyway, so he go. So then, okay. that, so that happens, and they're in. They're in the kid's bedroom, and then Erica Christensen comes home. Yeah. And they don't want they don't want her to see Jesse Bradford, so he's like, okay, jump out the window, and and that'll be that. <laughs> and then Erica Christensen comes in and is like, did you have company here? No, you don't have company. That would mean you had friends. Oh. She says something. Then he goes to Jesse Bradford and goes, come with me, I got to show you That's something. Right. And they go to New York. So they left his car there yeah. in the midst of making sure she doesn't see him at yeah. the house. Yeah. <laughs> she knows what his car looks like, by it's, the and way. it's it's and it's Poor literally cooler. only so that she can steal, steal the have car. his car later and run his girlfriend over. <laughs> it was your car. I mean, he's got an alibi. He was in New York. With he's this got a other total guy. alibi. They went to a Hard, place. They, they went tons to of other witnesses. There. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, that's not true. The uh, the the black friend does show up at uh, towards the end where yeah. she's videotaping the. Uh, the that's right. The, the, the scheme. The, villain's, the scheme. Con- the villain's confession. This is yeah. this is the funniest part because like this scheme happens like the movie is blessedly short and so he he goes it's to New not York. Not fucking short enough. It doesn't feel <laughs> short, but he goes to New York. He finds out that there's another ex uh, ex boyfriend, a baseball player with because she of trophies. keeps talking about how like she had a boy she has a boyfriend back home and he's gonna he's the Mets are interested in him. Mm-hmm. He's a really good baseball player and. <laughs> it turns out all that shit's true, except now he's in a coma. He's in a coma. She fucking tried to kill him. Yeah. She flipped out, and then uh, and that's when he he like. So I guess he like takes this kid's. He takes this kid's baseball jacket, jacket and, and hat. By the way, he goes to this place where this child, this this underage person, presumably someone who is not eighteen, so a minor, yeah. is sedated, comatose on a ventilator. Yeah. And the nurse identifies him for some reason as like this kid's friend and just starts spilling the beans about everything. There is absolutely no like patient confidentiality yeah. here whatsoever. Nothing. Like even if he was this kid's friend, it's completely unethical for her to say a fucking word. 
dumbass fucking tried to play baseball after a triple bypass. Let's His fault. The, the medical industry is not portrayed very well in this movie. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, so at this point, they they hatch their scheme uh, to to get back at her, and it, and at this point, she's already like accused him of various crimes. It really seems like everything's she's, against him. She she, do- made- she dosed him to make it seem like he had done steroids, yeah. so he kicked, got kicked off the swim team. Oh, while, the, while the scouts were watching, while the scouts were watching, and now, and she, and now she, he's she wanted for him, attempted murder. She framed him for murder. She framed him for murdering for murder, uh, Clay Crawford, murdering his friend. She she tried to she like made it look like he gave gave some old man at the hospital yeah. the wrong some old perks. He was already bringing that guy porno. And that's the part where the where the hospital should have really been like part of this is on us for hiring you <laughs> yeah. as a teenager. You should not have had access. You to probably that should medicine. have had access to all that, and that's on us. But bad job at your job. Yeah, you so are ba- fired. Basically, the only thing that could get him out of this is videotape of her confessing all of her crimes, <laughs> yeah. which in fact they do get. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you're like, and you're like, how is there still ten minutes left of this movie? Well, they arrest her. And she and then she kills the two cops. <laughs> it may be the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Also, and it's, it's just a relentlessly stupid movie. But the the scene where she is like on videotape, getting videotaped yeah. by all of his friends confessing to her crimes, he has his scalpel to her throat. Yeah. I don't think that holds up in court when they are being coerced yeah, right. in, under penalty of death to say these things. Anyways, so I was the swim thing. fan all along. I guess so, she gets arrested because so they show the tape and go like, "See, she confessed." And the cops go, "I guess put her in." Handcuffs. I guess it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Yeah, they, I, I feel like Jesse Bradford would also be arrested at this point. <laughs> you had a, you tried to kill and these him. cops, these cops get killed partly because they're bad cops. Because one of them is just sitting in the back seat with her. With her, yeah, and she's unrestrained. Apparently, <laughs> he's no, got he's got his gun just right I, there for the for the grab. She gets out. She gets out of a restraint somehow. Some kind of, I think she has a. I don't remember. She something something. Yeah, there's something. The that important happens. thing. There's is a part. Where, there's a part where he has a hairpin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. she gives him her hairpin, and then later he uses that, right? Yes. To like kill her. The important, <laughs> the important thing is she kills two cops. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part where I was just sort of like, oh fuck. Yeah. He, she, it she, escalates. She kills two cops, t- steals the cop car, drives over to get her like final revenge on Jesse Bradford's mom and girlfriend. And girlfriend. It's a pretty because the girlfriend plan. is now out of the hospital and she's at Jesse Bradford's house for some I think. reason. This had to have been chopped up. There must be a twenty minutes missing from this somewhere. Yeah. Like I don't even ma- want to imagine seeing oh, them. God. I'm just saying, no, no way. it's chaos. But she takes the semi, she takes the injured girlfriend, ties her to a chair, takes her to the pool. It all it ends where it began. <laughs> and there's a really funny because she's a fan of swimming. There's a really funny scene where she's she's got the uh, the girlfriend in a cha- tied up in a chair, and she's pointing to a part of the pool, and she goes, "You see that right there? That's where we fucked." Yeah. That portion of the pool, it's probably not the same water because water moves around. And chlorine. And, and yeah. chlorine has probably cleaned it all. But you get the idea. That's the general location where we fucked. And the girlfriend's like, no, no. No, I don't, I don't think she's really bothered by it. She's upset because of being she's kidnapped upset and for other run over. Because yeah. also she got run over by a truck not too yeah. long before yeah. that. Things are going bad for her. And then Erica Christensen and her boyfriend her And her boyfriend pool. cheated on her. Yep. She's she has it more rough it than Jesse Bradford. Absolutely. And then Erica Christensen pushes her into a pool, and she's in the, she's on the, on the bottom of the pool for a, a good fifteen minutes. But Jesse Bradford tries. Jesse to Bradford, save her. who I don't know if it's been pointed out in this movie, is good at swimming. Yeah. So now it's time for him to shine. He is maybe one of the best at swimming. And he goes, and this is a funny sequence where uh, he's he goes underwater and he's like kind of popping up every once in a while to get more breath, and he's gonna undo her handcuffs with like a little Houdini act. Oh, that's where he uses the hairpin that yeah, yeah. Christensen gave him earlier. She's like to remember me by. But yeah. at the top of the pool, Erica Christensen is relentlessly hitting the top of the pool water yeah. with like a stick of some kind, probably a pool skimmer. And so every time he's got to come up for air, he's like ah ah, go back under, <laughs> unlock her, pull her pull her up to the same exact spot. Ah ah ah. It's like timing those levels on Contra where there's like. The- <laughs> 
door opening, but also flames or whatever. You gotta yeah, like do exactly it. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Contra. Goddamn. If only he had the code. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he like Jesse pull, Bradford. Up, up, down, down. B A B A start. <laughs> he like grabs her pole, pulls her into the pool, and this is where we get the third, uh, the third time that we've co- covered a person drowning in the middle of a regular pool. Yep. Uh, in this on this podcast, <laughs> just walk out. Glorious, and this one too because she can't, can't do swim. anything. I can't swim. I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> one, two. That's it. Yeah, it is. It really seems like a classic moment too, where a person's gonna kind of come back because they turn their back to her. They're like, she is drowning, and they're like, well, I can only assume that she's drowning. And the, we turn our backs, and then everything seems fine, and then. Ah! That does not happen. No, but it just ends. He like resuscitates his girlfriend, and then they look down, and she is dead in the. She's dead. She's dead, but it's not Monsters Dead movies no. over. There is a scene afterwards that is completely unnecessary. Completely extraneous where it's like he's at school and then he <laughs> and then he leaves and gets in his car and she's the girlfriend's in the car and they hold hands as they drive away. The end. That's oh, it. Oh, and it oh. explains nothing. Yeah. But he, the last part is him by himself at the swim meet that he got oh, right. kicked out of. He yeah. has not been allowed back no, into no. the swim meet. That's true. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Joe, I know that it wasn't actually your fault and you weren't on the drugs, but you know, rules are rules. <laughs> Good luck in your future. <laughs> I guess you succeeded at ruining your life in this regard. The end. But it's so pain. weird because then it's like him Be and his thankful girlfriend that you are, do have your girlfriend. I They're guess fine. are together. Their relationship has healed. They're fine because they watched the girl drown together. <laughs> Dana Day should have read the end credits. <laughs> you have been watching Swim Fan. <laughs> Direct the bye. Julia Stiles has a white. No. Well, that was Erica Christensen. I thought, swim fan. Holy oh, shit. I'm in this movie. I thought that was Julia Stiles the entire time. Then he just talks Wait about how he's confused. The whole credits, he's just talking. He's supposed to read them, but he's just talking about how he's confused. Hey, was, was, that, was that kid supposed to be slow or what? <laughs> starring Paul Rudd. I always thought it Jesse was the- Bradford. Who is Jesse Bradford? Wait, he's in different movies? So that wasn't Paul Rudd. No, okay, no. Oh, yeah, Paul Rudd is a different guy. I always thought it was the Bernstein Bears. It turns out it was the Bernstein Bears the whole time. Here are a list of bands from Swim Fan. A Allergic. <laughs> Regurgitator. They're good. Seven Dust. I've actually heard of them before. That's great. Celebrity. Wayne. 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 Carla. Name that the Bruce Wayne. Carla. <laughs> Dana Day should read the end credits to every movie. Just, just, just his running commentary. If he's on Cameo. Citizen, Citizen Kane. A, a yeah. great cast deserves a second mention. Joseph Cotton. Joseph Cotton. You know, it's not spelled like cotton. It's got an E. <laughs> just. And of course, Orson Welles, the great himself, Orson Welles, great <laughs> as Citizen Kane. I only wish the, the only credit this is missing is Dan Hedaya. Who played, I wasn't born when this movie was made. Who played the sled? But who I played the sled? Rose, <laughs> Rosebud, starring Jimmy the Sled as Robot. <laughs> robot. <laughs> robot. Sears, that reminds me of the Sears Robot catalog when I was a child. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we, we have fun here. Uh, uh, gotta, we got to have some, we got to make our own fun when it comes to movies like Swift. Seriously? Uh, <laughs> interminable film. film. It is, is it? it's an inter- it's the longest hour and 25 minute movie I've ever sat through. I still like Just it a little garbage. bit more than by, Devil by in the, the Flesh. By the end, uh I think I think no. it's I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough it's tough. They're both bad. This one is like this one be- this felt one's better so long. This one's better made technically because it was like it, is, stu- it, it had is. studio money or whatever. Yeah. But it's it still sucks. It's that example of like like Devil in the Flesh is an it, example of like here's what you can here's how noth- much nothing you can do with nothing and this is an example of here's how much nothing you can do with with uh, some with money. something. But it's just it's so perfunctory and even like even something 
that did that didn't have to be a bad thing, you know. Yeah. If it was just going through some motions, but was still pretty entertaining, that would be one thing. But it's it's, it's not. not, and it has it's yeah. just sitting there. It's totally inert, and it's PG thirteen. Yeah. So Ugh. like so it can't so it can't even do any like gross or fun R-rated shit. The char- like- no, there's not a single interesting character in the movie at all. Like everyone is a total blank. Oh yeah. There's it's not there's no violence and you know your your psycho girl character is terrible in it. She's very bad. So there's just it, there's just nothing here where I feel like Devil in the Flesh had good parts. Yeah, it, it had like 10 seconds of good things. Yeah. She, she thought- beats she beats a grandma to death with a crutch or something. Right. This doesn't even have that. I thought when it starts doing the only stuff that it has that it was like a 10 minute sequence where like she the the cousin the brother cousin is pretending to be like her ex boyfriend her her comatose boyfriend and then she kills two cops and then she's like pushing the girlfriend out. I was like this is a lot of they crammed all the only stuff that they had in this movie into like one ten minutes and yeah. for that ten minutes I was it already was very checked fun. out yeah I didn't even like that stuff. I liked the part where she shoots the cops because I was kind of like I kind of was like okay well, whatever but yeah. it was also it was like way too a little way too late yeah. yeah. It's, movie, it's a very bad this movie. This movie gives you nothing, and that's and that's its that seems to be its goal. It's yeah. like, look, this is nothing, and we don't care. Uh, buy a ticket. Give or us, not. Give us some fucking money. And this movie did, it did in fact, make money. Yeah. It was a, another modest hit. Not surprising. Yeah. This was the time that you, they were just, it was like post, uh, I know what you did last summer, where you could just churn out this teen garbage, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're just, we're going. We're teenagers. We don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our generation, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a Assholes. little, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. Uh, there's them. a pretty funny scene where the boyfriend is finally like got back together with the girlfriend or whatever before things go haywire again, and then he goes, "I don't deserve you," and she goes, "Thank you." <laughs> uh, I actually kind of like Sherry Appleby in this. I think she's yeah. like she's as far as like the I guess characters she gets go, the best performance. That's in this I mean, movie, but as far relatively. as the characters go, like she gets and she's also kind character. of like like goes like man, she she should also like just be like done, I can do better done, with done it than with this guy. guy. Yeah, like, that, and, and believe that's me, the movie, Jesse Bradford's are a fucking dime a dozen in high school, lady. Yeah, and she's going to college. What am I going to do to find another? And she's working her way through school. Just break up with this guy, and you will find somebody worse or somebody better or somebody in between or something later and this guy you will remember him and go like ah oh, that guy or I remember dating yeah. him in high school hey, it doesn't matter he cheated on me he cheated on me that yeah. sucked how am I gonna he find another like blandly handsome boy like yeah. they, 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 they don't exist this guy's a diamond in the rough right yeah yeah it's ridiculous plus she's like the character it's like the wife in, in Fatal Attraction or something right. sort of where it's like but she has but she has even worse in this like oh, the, yeah. the thing where it's like where all the bad stuff that happens to Jesse Bradford, it's like, well, probably is undeserved to a point, but you did do a bad thing. Right. And in and same, you know, Michael Douglas in Fatal Attraction, where you're like, well, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But obviously, that's the point of the movie. And in the Sherry Appleby character, you're like, well, you fuck, fuck, you should, you should, you need to get as far away from all of these people as possible because none of this should have happened to you. And it's not like you have lots of. You didn't deserve this at all. And it's not like you have lots, lots of other nice friends. Yeah, yeah. Your other friends are also shitty, or at the best is Jason Ritter, who's like, hi, I'm a guy. Okay, bye. Yeah, I'm not in this anymore. Yeah. Hello, I'm this, I'm this guy. I like, I'm friends with you. Bye. Yeah, he's barely in it, but he's kind of like, I guess he's got one friend left. Yeah. But but it's it's only from like two lines. It's ridiculous. This, this is the part when he gives the the bad pill to the old man, and he's like, I don't know, seems fussy at work, or he's screwing up before the ultimate screw up. And the old man who he has a small a relationship with goes, mm, "Is the pressure starting to get to you?" And then he snaps, "Just take the pills." Yeah, <laughs> and that's when the because earlier he was dies. he was bringing the man porno. He brought the that's man right. some, some uh, porno dirty, playing some dirty cards. Training some cards. Porno for you. Uh, and this was a funny part when. Uh, <laughs> 
it all really comes to a head at this at this like pool meet when the drug like the drug thing has gone and like the his ex his girlfriend or ex girlfriend at this time is there staring. Erica Christensen's there. The yeah. coach is there. His they're all looking there. at him. His mom is there. They're all looking at him and he's about to jump in. The thing's about to meet and then you and then like the cops like come and grab the cops. This is the worst time to. This yeah. is the time that you did this. Like in the middle of this fucking meet and you hear over the intercom. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Cronin has been disqualified. <laughs> swimming is canceled. <laughs> this is the end of swimming. This is the end of dog racing. Yeah, it's just insane. Yeah, and then he takes—I don't know—he's like, str- he think, doesn't he struggle when they're taking him out? Too oh, like, yeah. fuck yeah. And he goes, "You did this to his friend." He, he, he runs up friend to his friend or whatever to uh, Riggs and goes, "Like you fucking did this." And then the guy shoves him in the pool. It's then, bad. It's bad for he this gets, guy. His, he's pretty hot tempered. There's part li- like later on where he's he's got Erica, he's got the drop on Erica Christensen. He's like, "What's one more dead body?" They already oh. think I killed you know Mr. Hyde. It's pretty funny. Mr. That's Hyde. right before. That's why they're trying to. That's why they when they're recording her. Yeah, yeah. Her villain. Her villain uh, monologue. Absurd. Her masterful plan. Yeah. Uh, ratings. One half of a Douglas. Or one half of a Judd. <laughs> excuse me. This movie's utterly nice. worthless. It's just terrible. Mm. Nice. It's like not even. It's not even a little bit fun. Bad. Absolute crap. I'd sit through the Watcher again. Jeez, worse than the Watcher. That's yeah, worse. <laughs> God damn. It's, it's worse. true. This doesn't even have. Keanu, this doesn't have Keanu. Reeves. This doesn't have Keanu lazily pack. dancing to Rob Zombie. It doesn't have James. <laughs> it doesn't have James Spader like on Clonopin. Doesn't James Spader sleep in his fridge? In yeah. a fridge. <laughs> Come on. I mean, Joe Sharbonic, you, you, I forgive you a little bit more every time one of these forgiven. comes up. Come home, Joe Sharbonic. All is forgiven. Uh, so yeah, one half of a Judd. Uh, uh, like two Douglases for yeah. the attempted PG thirteen skeevy sex it scene. It is fairly graphic where she's like, you, you you see them at least you don't see it, but you can tell below there's some like yeah. this is how this dick is going in here and here, it's yeah. slid in. You know, it's pretty. Icky. It goes on for a while go, too. Go, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know that the way that I describe it is hot as hell, yeah. but believe me, it's not that hot in execution. I can't help but make things super fucking hot. With my silky voice and uh, beautiful phrasing. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 uh, civil lawsuits against the hospital for hiring a teenager to give out medication. Yeah, absolutely. And hospitals already got enough to worry about with uh, malpractice suits in there. Just yeah. bring on the teenage ex-drug addict to give drugs to old ordinary old men who like porn. Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, I'm going to give it also one and a half. One and a half Juds. One and he a gave half. It, he gave it one I half. I gave it one half Judd. I mean, I mean also with uh, well, along with Devil in the Fresh. Oh, 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 okay. Oh. But I gave it the slight edge because I did think that it at least built to some sort of like weird hysteria at the end that was very, like, clashed with how bland it was beforehand. Uh, and just, like there's stuff in this movie that I was constantly just going like, what? Like just Dan Hedaya just being in it was weird and it's, it's very stupid. I don't know. One and a half isn't very good, though. I mean, no, no, no. It's not like a, I don't have to explain my stuff to the likes of you. Uh, this, I, think, I think you do. This movie is only. This movie is very bad compared to this other very bad movie. But yeah. what's the, what? How do we decide very bad? <laughs> okay, yeah. let's split some hairs. Let's really split some hairs over these two shit fests. Uh, I'm going to give it two Douglases for the icky PG-13 ickiness, and. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 forgotten bands. <laughs> Llama, 28 days, allergic, regurgitator, celebrity, seven dust, <laughs> and uh, so awesome. on. Awesome. Uh, I'm going I'm to give it one. One, Judd. Mm. I think I liked it less than Devil in the Flesh, 
but this didn't have like a v- extremely gratuitous like uh, graphic cinematic sex scene in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, that's this, what pushed Devil's Advocate over the this top. This had kind of nothing. This was the fact that it's PG thirteen. That's always going to lower the score on these movies because it's like, well, you're not going to. Mm. Nothing is actually going to happen in this. Is there going to be a graphic death or a graph or, or any kind of like sleazy? Nobody's getting their hands stuck gonna, in the paper. It's going to get here. only nope. sleazy enough that it's like he cheated on her in a PG thirteen way in a pool, and it's right. And it's not uh, interesting or. Funny or Somebody, sexy I think or it, I think sleazy it was or anything. Christy Valenti tweeted at me. He's like, "Oh, the the trailer for Swim Fan is so much better than the movie." And it's like it would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's not it's hard. Shorter, well, right? First of all, it's shorter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so oh, I'll give it. I'll give it one. I'll split the split the difference between you guys. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not quite as good as Travis is saying. Explain it is. Travis yourself. really loves it. And it's, Explain it's not yourself, quite sir. as bad as Matt thinks it is. So we're in the middle. <laughs> yours, yours is a half star lower than mine, and I want you to explain why. <laughs> Let's get in the weeds with this. So what, Judd? Uh, two, I'll go two Douglases as well. It is like horny a little bit, but you PG thirteen way. And it's, it's like you know, there's like some, there's some underwater grabbing that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little she underwater says, grabbing. Says, if, if, something wait, about, that's the watery liaison. What is it? Watery what? You'll have to, you'll have to tune into watery Travis's liaison. You have to tune into Travis's uh, ASMR channel where he, where he sex, <laughs> where he describes sexy scenes from PG thirteen movies. <laughs> Use, <laughs> uses the word slinky a lot. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> She is when she is going like she's grabbing for his dick and she's talking about how like she ne- just say you love me or no like don't tell anybody about this it'll just be our little secret yeah. and then she goes mm, maybe, maybe not, not so, so little, little. <laughs> watery fling. wow that is ten sexy. out of ten watery flings uh, mm. so two and then I'm gonna give it uh, two two murdered cops yeah she kills two <laughs> she, cops. she kills two cops it's a great shot too because she's in the car and you you see like oh she's gotten out of her bonds somehow the cops are like spilling coffee on themselves and going oh no man <laughs> and then like one of the cops it shows like a close-up of his gun which has been unbuckled right. from the you know the safety buckle thing and it just cuts to a shot of outside i think they're by a tra- they're stopped at like a train stop and it's just yeah. a, a wide shot of the car he goes boom boom and you're like she just murdered those cops it's great only would have been better if it had been like you know, extreme close-ups of their like of dummy heads exploding <laughs> from the bullets or yeah. something. Some blue steel so, squibs, but still two dead, two murdered cops. By oh a, man, by I shot s- Marvin in the face. By swim fan. Yeah, she says that after she's. I don't know if their names are Marvin. <laughs> Funny though, it's Pulp Fiction, nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> Maybe you've seen it. Hey, Timothy Oliphant's character from Scream Two would do that. <laughs> shoot someone in the face in the car and go. I just shot Marvin in the face. Pulp Fiction, nineteen ninety-four. Movies, movies. <laughs> it's better. Right, we did it. We got through it, guys. What's next? It. Speak. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, next. next time, Speaking we're going to do three movies featuring one of our favorite guys, Andy Garcia. We're going to do Kenneth Branagh's Dead Again. We're going to do uh, Hal Ashby's Misbegotten Eight Million Ways to Die. Very exciting. And uh, Mike Figgis. Uh, Mike Figgis' Internal Affairs, and we're going to call it, what are we going to call it? We're going to call it Muchas Garcias. Yeah, <laughs> Matt's very happy about that. I love that title. I came <laughs> up with that one. <laughs> that is the only reason we're doing it. <laughs> Andy Garcia's been a bane of my existence throughout this podcast because he turns up a lot and I always don't like him, so now I get to watch three of them. <laughs> but I do often tend to appreciate him more in supporting roles. He's I think in supporting, he's in supporting roles, roles pretty much all. He's kind of the protagonist of Internal Affairs. But as I was saying earlier, uh, that's a movie that, most people seem to think is very, very, very good, and I think absolutely sucks. Wow, I can't wait to watch it. For that's going to be time. one of those movies where, like, kind of, it's the same. You'll get the similar argument for me as like The Fugitive, although it's totally different. But, but, uh, but, like, I get hung up on procedural details in this movie that make the movie make absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever, mm. and everybody else is like, "But it's so intense." 
Excited. I, mean, I haven't seen a single one of these. Yeah. Excited to watch them. Uh, also excited about the fact that we finally did cross our. Uh, this is this is coming out way in the future, but <laughs> as of, but is, as of now, I don't when know we're when recording this, are coming out. We yeah, we, we have a lot in the bank. But as of recording this, we have cr- crossed our threshold of seventy five Patreon Patreons, and we're going to do our uh, our five yeah. De Palma our five De blowout. So it'll be two episodes. Yeah, two episodes, um, five De Palmas, including one book. I'm currently yeah. most of the way through. Why are snakes necessary? It is, and it isn't. It is great. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. I would. Highly recommend it to people to look up because uh, it is. I mean, we'll talk about it on the on the podcast in detail, but it is fun. Basically, a De Palma movie. It's fun, it, but it's like it's. Uh, it Matt was saying it's a brisk read, and he's like, "You could read this in like an evening." And I was like, "I'm I'm like I'm I can be a pretty fast reader, but we'll see." And I read I read most of it last night. Actually, I was like, "Oh, wow. actually, you can read most of it in the evening." It's it's like very it has very short chapters. Mm-hmm. It's very like it's written like a screenplay outline almost yeah. or something. Awesome. It's and very it, much like a treatment. It's totally like four De Palma movies in one. Yeah, thing yeah. Too. It's got a bunch you going on. You kind of go like, "Oh," and it's it is a thing where I read. It I'm reading it going like, I mean, we'll, we'll have to all read it and then kind of come up with our, our casting for it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know who you guys are seeing. I want to see who you guys are seeing. I wasn't really seeing anybody. I didn't think about uh, it. Can we have Jesse Bradford is it play Clark, all is of it, them? Uh, Clark, Clark, Clark Gregg? Or Greg Clark? <laughs> for who? Uh, the uh, the dude the dude who's like the very beginning the very first the the uh, the, the political fixer guy oh no I was thinking I was thinking somebody with uh, no because he's just because he's described as a big dude the only one that I really thought of was like the main sort of the main ingenue character like the main girl who the one who like goes off to become the advice columnist uh-huh. goes Carla Gugino well, that would be mm. good oh yeah she'd be great as that. Well, you'll hear plenty of this when we actually record the <laughs> tantalizing hint. There's a character who becomes an advice columnist in it, but it's wow. actually pretty fun yeah. to read wow. about. It. I don't know. It's a it's a fun it's a fun book. I'm excited. I don't think it's going to explain why snakes are if snakes are or are not necessary, but we'll get we'll get into that. When, yeah. You have to subscribe to the Patreon to find out if snakes are necessary. And right. then obviously our next target will be a hundred, and we got to figure we'll out what figure we're going to do about that. that. Yeah, uh, I don't think we have to worry about it anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, but also, you know, follow us on. Uh, Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram, follow our accounts on Letterboxd. I like to put clips from all these movies up on uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and they're fun. People seem to enjoy them. Uh, so uh, get on board. Keep being awesome. Keep listening. All that shit. Yeah. We love you. Until then, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> the suspense is killing us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.